All right, y'all, let's do this. Leroy Jenkins. I am vengeance. I am vengeance. With us tonight, Leo. What up? Mr. Aaron. From a land not so down under, deep in the heart of Texas, Wendeezy. You, you, you. Big Chase. Yo. And we got from Speak On It Comics, Charles. What up? How you doing, guys? How's everything? Doing good, man. We're doing good. All right. So, as always, this is the Man Cave Podcast. We're going to talk about all things nerdy. We're going to talk sports. We're going to talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about. And y'all are going to listen because you're here. (laughs) That's what we're here to do. Um, uh, Just a couple of things. Uh, We will be talking massive spoilers on whatever we decide to talk about. So, please, if you haven't seen certain things that we get into or conversations that we, you know, decide to speak about, uh, please exit and come back at a later time. Uh, we do, we are on Facebook and we are on YouTube under the Man Cave Podcast, uh, Man Cave 101 Podcast. So please like, comment, subscribe, help us keep the lights on in this bitch. By the way, some vaping, there will be some drinking. Um, <laughs> and the cursing will be mostly be coming from over there. Um, so, uh, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the intro. I get to have one. All right. So like we always do, we are going to get started with the comic corner. Mr. Leo. What up? What up? Let's get into the first comic. What do we got? Uh, the first comic is the Batman Beyond Neo Year. It picks up from, uh, because it picks up from Ur- uh, Batman Urban Legends 7. It also has a new villain called Holographic Man. That's a great it's a great pickup because it's Batman Beyond is going to be a big thing because Mr. Vengeance. <laughs> don't even get me started. <laughs> Mr. Vengeance. <laughs> not going to start it on oh, that. Grand Man, wild <laughs> as the Taliban. <laughs> nah, no, no, right, All right, sorry, sorry, sorry. All right. Our next comic is Earth Prime One. The cover artist is Aaron. Aaron, you got a fucking comic book. No, <laughs> Aaron. There's one. <laughs> Aaron Kimjenko, uh is also has the first appearance of Ryan Wilder as Batwoman. Previously, she previously appeared in a Batman, uh, Batgirl, fit number fifty, in 2020, but not in a new costume. This is a whole different costume that she's in. Uh, the next book that we have is spider punk this is my fan favorite i love this cover uh uh, it's the first solo title it's limited so when they say limited it could be a low print run so please pick this up uh it also has uh the cover artist is oliver copel i'm messing i'm killer with names so so don't judge me uh it has a first appearance of riot heart and also earth uh, 138's version of Ironheart. Uh, the next book is Batman 122. The cover artist is uh, Howard Porter. Is the first full appearance of Angel Breaker. Also, very sick cover. Uh, the last book is. Oh, wait. Second, we got two more. We got two more. Oh, the hot covers. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Gunslinger's covers. Oh, cover, yeah. uh, covers the, co- the hot covers of the week. The first one is Gunslinger. That's a dope-ass cover. It's really cool. 
And if that thing comes out in foil, I'm gonna need five of those. It's coming out in June 6th. This is one of my favorite. I love anything with the Todd Father all praise. Give it to him. Give it to him. <laughs> it also has a first appearance of a new villain and for you know anything with todd father and spawn it's going to be big all praise yeah. the todd father all praise todd father <laughs> uh, okay the next book is uh hulk number six this cover this cover, this cover is oh, oh my god oh, oh. Listen, this Hulk number six it's has it. about 12 variants. <laughs> it really does. Okay. <laughs> this is the one that I I found to oh, be this Clayton Crane. He's Ooh. one of my favorite artists. But if you guys get a chance to pick this up, because if you go to Black Flag Comics and try to pick this up, most likely it will be sold out because they are definitely doing a limited edition on these books. Anything mm-hmm. with um, Clayton Crane, and everybody knows that Clayton Crane has been working exclusively with Black Flag comics. So he has the uh, the Wolverine, the first Wolverine, the fir- one of the first, uh, actually the third comic book to come out with blue light, uh, black light coloring in it. Like you can put it to a black, black light, light and color? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Really? He did, also did uh, the Venom same thing with the black light. He also did uh, Ghost Rider. He also did uh, a Carnage for Black Flag. So he's been he's only the only covers I've been seeing from him come out from is from Black Flag. So if you want to pick, up, pick this up, but I think the sales for Black Flag is by twelve o'clock on Friday. Hey so, Leo, it's already it. sold out. Uh, already? Shit. Already? Oh, really? All of them? All of them? All of them? I just went to Black Facts just to take a look. If they're all sold out. Yeah, that's crazy. Yep. So I wow. missed out my point. <laughs> good. Oh, so now, since they were selling, probably selling for 20 bucks a pop, you're going yeah. to be prepared to pay like, for 50. Yeah, like you're not going to find five. Shit. All right. So that is a comic corner and the two hot topics. And gentlemen, we forgot. We didn't forget. We forgot. We're going to the next topic. Now we do it. <laughs> no, we're supposed to do one before. The- oh my God. You made me do the intro. You said I, I you want me to do the intro. Like I don't I'll, argue, take up the shot. <laughs> argue up. Uh this is uh to the two minute warning who uh commented I've been waiting all week for this. Let's go. Give it up to the two minutes. Let's go. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. Oh, that went down great. It gets better every week. It yes, definitely it does. does. Uh, all righty. Uh, well, that's the comic corner, and that's the hot, two hot covers of the week. Um, next thing we're going to talk about, it's what's been going on in the news. Nerdy news. Nerdy news. Nerdy. All right, so, fellas, we're gonna, I'm going to bring up three subjects, and we're going to go around the horn on all three subjects. When I'm done with the three subjects, you guys get to we'll go around the horn, and Abel will pick the person who's going to go next. All right. The first thing that we got on Nerdy News, Chris Hemsworth, is they kick off for the Love and Thunder press tour. <laughs> press tour. 
without a trailer. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on a second, guys. Hold on, hold on. We also have, <laughs> we also have the Crow reboot that I'm excited for, and what? also Jim Carrey retire supposedly retiring, and also he's talking about doing Ace Ventura three, so he can't make up his fucking mind. So okay, put it on. I, mean, I guess it makes sense for me to go first. So let's talk about Thor. Um, so it actually recently came out, I think in the last like day or two, that this is officially the first Marvel movie with like the uh, the least gap in time between the time the movie came out and the teaser trailer. So this is the shortest amount of time, I guess, that there hasn't been this. Or uh, I think I'm saying that right. But it's, it's kind of crazy that we haven't gotten a trailer for this movie. You've heard a whole bunch of different rumors about, you know, are we going to do Rune God Thor, God the Butcher, you know, all these all these crazy things, Thor, Jane Foster, and we still don't even have a teaser trailer, which leads me to believe that there is some type of content that hasn't come out yet that they are waiting for in order to release that trailer. Um, what that could be, I don't know if it has anything to do with Moon Knight and the whole God thing that they're doing. I don't know if it has anything to do with Doctor Strange. We're getting Doctor Strange in, uh, uh, you know, a little bit, uh, what is it, a little bit less than a month a here now, month. right? Which, yeah, that yeah. movie, who? But there's definitely something going on weird there, and then they're then they're talking about delays. Are we gonna get delayed? That's a whole nother conversation that I'm sure we all can get into right now. Um, then uh, I want to talk about uh, the Crow reboot. So the guy who played it, uh, was, uh, Will Bill Skisengard, I, I can't say his last name. I'm gonna butcher it. That creepy mother effer is playing the Crow. But I think, uh, and I, I'm sure I could speak for everyone here when we say that movie's cursed, and we're just waiting to see what happens to that poor man. Because um, that, like, they've tried the rebooting this. They tried. I mean, yeah, he lived. Yeah, the movie did it. But <laughs> um, and then just going through Jim Carrey. Yo, this man can't leave my life. I, I anything this man has touched, I just I love. Uh, Eternal Sunshine, like that. that that's just such a, like a a, a play down movie that doesn't get enough attention. I love that. Like. You know, you want to talk about Liar Liar, I can quote that whole movie, as I'm sure everyone else can, he's Ventura. So, uh, you know, I, I think him and the, um, the the slap that will not be named on this podcast uh, kind of had that effect on him. And uh, it's very interesting to see how that all uh, plays out. So, uh, Leo, what, uh, what, do we, what do we feel today? Feel, uh, Jim Carrey cannot retire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that man, anything he does is fucking classic for me. The Crow, uh, the Crow... Since Bruce Lee's uh, Brandon Lee passed away, he and if you don't know about Brandon Lee, watch Rapid Fire. If you haven't <laughs> seen that movie, stop your life and go watch Rapid Fire. But keep watching this podcast. You keep know. watching the podcast. But after you stop your life <laughs> and you go watch Rapid Fire. <laughs> and the whole uh, Thor thing. This is just Marvel classic building up the hype. It's just getting everybody antsy for this movie, and everybody's already there. Everybody wants more Marvel content, yep. and wants this, especially this movie and Doctor Strange. So it's, I'm just waiting for it. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go to uh, Wendell. Wendell, how are we feeling about this? Oh man, I, I'm gonna start with the Crow because um, that's like one of my favorite flicks. Um, Yo, know, leave well enough alone, man. Like they shouldn't have had the seven different variations that they made after the original. Like just stop right there. Like mm -hmm. that's a classic right there. 
Brandon Lee's performance in that movie set the tone. You can't keep doing more crows with more people. Like Little Terminator Boy was the uh, was the crow at one point. In one of these flicks, like John Connor. Yeah, John Connor. Like, from like T two, the little kid on the on the motorcycle. I don't know his name, man. But I was like, are you serious? You got him playing the crow? Leave well <laughs> enough alone, man. I, I hope the director drop out of this and this thing just hits the ground and never gets picked back up again. I'm about to sit down. I'm about to sit my son down this weekend. I'm going to show him the crow. Like, like you need to see this. <clears throat> like, and that, I, it, you're going to learn. You're going to watch learn. rapid fire first. Can I come to Texas and watch? Because I kind of want to watch it. <laughs> Yo, I love this. Oh, man, we, I'll do a party. We could, we could watch it all. <laughs> watch party. There you go. <laughs> Yo, Thor, Love and Thunder. All right. I think they I think Marvel says that we, we are giving the world too much right now. Right. <laughs> they are throwing it at us. Everybody in the world of the nerd is sitting with a chubby waiting for Doctor Strange to drop. Everybody is just loving up on some moon night right now. They're like, yeah, I think we gotta stop before we give people heart attacks. So I'm okay with the pause and the wait for it. I mean, it's just going to make it that much better for me when I do see it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I'm okay with waiting. I ain't got a problem with that. Nice. Now, my man went to the carry. Oh, no. No. He can't, he can't go nowhere. We weren't ready. <laughs> he can't go nowhere. <laughs> All right? This guy, I watched Age Ventura, I mean, to the point where... My mother got mad at me for walking around the house every time she asked me something. Oh, righty that. Like, she hated it. You were talking with All your right. butt, weren't you? I, I did do that a couple of times. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. I asked you a question. <laughs> it, it, didn't, it didn't go over well, but, you know, I did it a few times. I didn't even get it. Jim Carrey's my guy. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I don't want him to retire. If he does, man, then, you know. You did, you did great in your career, and I appreciate everything you've given me. I've ended up watching every movie of his again and again and again, but, um, you know, I don't want him to go nowhere, man. I even like the Sonic the Hedgehog. For real. Love it, love it. All right, all right. Let's do uh, Big Chase. Where are we at? <sighs> Let me show you something. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, anybody that doesn't know Jim Carrey is the greatest, like, Dude, listen, Living Color is one of the best shows I've ever seen on TV. Jim Carrey is, like, scary good. Him and and, and uh, Tommy Davidson could, could do, like, a whole series on their own. It's, it's, yeah. um, it, it's sad to see him retire. I mean, I guess he's at a point now where he's like, okay, I've done it all. For me, it's kind of heartbreak because I really was thinking at some point they would give him – the Joker, because he's funny, but if he did a serious role and did a creepy Joker, like I think he would pretty much take the trophy. Um, but you know, if he does retire, then you know, I, I wish him well. Like, he's given us so much, so how can I actually be mad at that? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. you know, I really could be mad. Um, Love and Thunder, I- I'm kind of with Wendell, like, there's so much to love on right now, like. Just hold on to that and just keep it warm for me when I get through all of this. To rock the digest right now, like good lord, like, I'm gonna have to like <laughs> to use up all my sick and vacation days to see this stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? um, yep. 
But um, I'm looking forward to Love and Thunder, all the Marvel movies, man. Like, you know, the stories are just great. So, I'm, you know, you know I'm a Marvel head, so I, it's all good. Um, Heck yeah. And now, The Crow. Okay, so don't ever look in a mirror and say The Crow three times. <laughs> <laughs> it's beyond cursed. Everybody who's ever done one of these movies is pretty much beyond cursed. Like, I, I don't know. I, I listen. I, I hope that it it turns into something, but we already see like some movies just don't need to be made. They just need to be left alone. It's it's you know it's King Touch Tomb all over again. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Jesus. All right. Let's go to uh, Charles. What's going on? <laughs> What's up? Oh wow. Okay. So I'll start with the Crow because <laughs> the Crow is definitely one of my favorite uh, comic book adaptations. Um, ever, it's definitely one of my top um, comic book films ever. Comic, well, just films and period. I remember going to see that as a um, uh, uh, one of my um, uh, as a, as a premiere. Uh, I was taken to a premiere to see The Crow, and then afterwards, um, it was an after party at the Limelight. Um, in New York, Ooh. which everybody was looking like, and that, and that, and that, I'm like, and that I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> back I'm gonna in show, the day, day, you are now. Like everybody, everybody was the crow in that in that club. The, the, the uh, is basically the place where you can get any kind of drug that you want. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. It, hey, was, it was taken down because of that. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. And he needs candy, by the way. Yes, He's not, the, the, not the only thing high in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like a, it used to be a church, and then they turned it into something else. So. Yeah, they did. They were saying some type of prayers up in there. Yeah. <laughs> God, that was a good place. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, definitely, man. Brandon Lee, man, rest in peace, bro. Just the whole Lee family, man. Holla. You know, just love them, you know. Um, as far as doing a, a reboot, I think that they sh- they're doing it all wrong. I think that they shouldn't do a movie. I think they should do a series. I think it would probably come off a lot better. Um, I think if they do it as a as a HBO, like you know, not in HBO. HBO Max, they're doing everything right now. Just yeah, <laughs> if they if they do it as a series, and maybe if they have different people becoming the crow, you know, to have a, like a different story plot each Ooh. episode. Yeah. Ooh. That would be something I think people would just get behind and, you know, sort of have it that way instead of trying to do this whole film production. Hey, if if HBO does this and it's because of Charles... You need yeah, to get paid. He obviously gets the lion's share. We want cut. for those coins. Yeah, so I, I really I really hope that um I mean I would like to see a crow. I, I just think that that would be the better um alternative than doing a film. Um as far as Love and Thunder, the, the I mean, do they really need to do a trailer? Yes. We're gonna go see it. If they, if they, put, the, if they put the movie out tomorrow, really feel. If, they, if they put the movie out tomorrow, everybody's gonna go and see it. I'm without a trailer. Um Marvel is just doing uh, incredible things, uh, you know, and and to me, it's like they're being very strategic. They're they're calculating, you know what I mean? So I think for them, 
um, as far as everything that they've been doing. You know, you got Miss Marvel coming in June. You got, you know, you got the Obi-Wan. You got all these different things that are happening. So I just think that they they know what they know what they're doing. They're going to drop it when we least suspect it, just like everything else. I mean, nobody expected that Doctor Strange trailer after No Way Home. Nobody expected that. Yeah. You know, and they just gave it to us. I was like, okay. Throw it in our faces. I was like, okay. Right, you, you, know? just saw, you just saw one of the best Marvel movies ever. Here. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You're ready for second. Yeah. It's like Marvel keep feeding us like a, you know, keep feeding yeah. us cake, more cake, more cake, more cake. I'm like, okay, okay, I'll take that cake. Um, so yeah, so I'm 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 you know, I'm ready for Love and Thunder uh, with Thor. Um with Jim Carrey, um, you know, for me, I wasn't the biggest Jim Carrey fan, you know. But I do um, like a lot of like the movies that I that I enjoyed from him was def definitely The Mask, um, Liar Liar, Cameron Diaz, very passionate. Um, yeah, I mean that was Cameron Diaz, like very passionate. Cameron Diaz's first movie. Exactly. Yeah. It was her exactly. first movie. Exactly, and Most like so. and like and like you guys said about that living color man and living color man, just they came, they had so many stars that come at, came out of that camp, you know. And Jim Carrey, you know, being uh, he just did what he did in the, in the mix of you know all the different types of talent, and uh, he was the first out that camp, the gate to get a uh, to make his debut, and then everybody else followed. Yeah. Um, but I get you know. I mean, I'm not the, like I said, I'm not the biggest Jim Carrey fan. So, but I mean, if he does decide to retire, you know, hats off to him and, you know, wish him the best. Yep, definitely. All right. And last but not least, a Aaron. Yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably keep mine a little short and sweet. So I'll just go out on the limb and, and you know, let everybody know here that I know nothing of the pro. So I'm not going to speak of it. <laughs> so I, if I don't know, we got to, we got to move you up, man. Listen, That's fine. Man. And yes, yeah, yes, I, yes. I, I, mean, I mean, like, I just haven't seen it, so I'm not knowledgeable enough to speak on it. But you know, we'll see. Maybe I'll watch. Did you see the It movie? The It movie, the new, the new, the most it recent, movie, one? the most more yes. recent one. What do you think of the actor? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. see him being a creep in another movie? Yeah, for sure. Done. Okay, fair <laughs> that's, fair. that's fair. Um, my second point, I'll just, I'll go to Jim Carrey, and I'll just say, um, I hope he does not retire. But obviously, if he does, um, like everybody else here has said. Uh, hell of a career, um, multiple different projects. I think we've all spot. Like I go back to the mask. I mean, the mask is from when I was a kid, but so many other things um, that he's been in. Um, hope he doesn't, but if he does, obviously, um, thank you for everything. Um, and then I'm just going to end it with Thor because I think at this point people know how I feel about Thor. I can see your boner my, from here. Continue. My, my favorite character. <laughs> the table um, I, I just, I just want to say this. I saw that photo. I'm sure everybody here saw the photo. Yeah with them doing the, the signs and everything, and everybody started to say, oh, 4-11, which would be Monday. Um, this they upcoming crazy Monday. with that shit. Right. So, like, <laughs> so like I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I hope it's Monday. I wish it was today. Um, but if it's Monday, I'm in. And if, I feel like if we don't get one in the next two weeks here, a couple weeks here, I really feel like Marvel's saving it for either there's going to be some tie-in to either Moon Knight or Doctor Strange and, Doc and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, just because at this point, I feel like for the movie to be this close and not to have anything seems a little odd to me. So there's just like a missing piece of information. Yeah. But either which way, I mean, Taka Watiti, like I, I, I'm just, I'm in. He did Ragnarok. You guys know how I feel so about Ragnarok. Great movie. And I'm just, 
I know this movie's from, from all the leaks. I just have nothing but good feelings about them. This movie coming out. Here, so I, I'm pr- Monday Marvel. You want to give me something else Monday? I'm in. Let me know. <laughs> it's Aaron's birthday uh, this past uh, Tuesday. So uh, yeah, exactly. oh wow, and a birthday, birthday present. Come on, drink to that. Happy birthday, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. He's two hundred and thirty-eight. <laughs> yeah, for real. Oh, okay. All right. So the next three things that came out. Uh, uh Loki is the most watched on Disney Plus. Damn right it is. As it should be. As it should be. Uh HBO Max wraps up Batgirl this week. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it. <laughs> never never heard of her. Never heard of her. In a body bag? Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson are starring in a um, project for it's called Project Artemis Artemis for Apple TV. Uh, I mean, Apple's amazing. So, well, wow. some wow. good shows. On that. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna go backwards this time. We're gonna start with Aaron. We're gonna start with we're him. gonna start with Aaron. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, I haven't watched what is it that. Bad girl, girl, yeah. haven't seen it. Not gonna watch it. Is that the one? Is that the one <laughs> um, on CW? Like, is that that same one? Like, yeah, yeah it's no, with uh, it's with uh, Leslie Grace. Oh, good for her. Yeah, no, not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not watching it, don't care. Um, just being honest with you. Um, I mean, Apple TV is great. Uh, I've watched a couple different shows on there, so I think that um, um, Scarlett Johansson and um, Chris Evans will be great on whatever show they do. I thought I saw some previews for that. I think it looked pretty good. Really? Or whatever was it was. Pre- I thought I saw like some some yeah, leaked stuff or something leaked, like that. It was a couple leaked I think videos. I saw some. It looked like it could be pretty entertaining. So like it might be okay. something worth watching. What was it? Th- I'm sorry. Loki. Thing? Loki. Yeah, Loki should be the most watched show at this point. Although Moon Knight's going to overtake it. Whoa! Hot take! Don't care. Moon Knight! Moon Knight! Loki, Loki's great. And, and honestly, Loki, Loki alone, the last episode of Loki that we saw alone, which introduced freaking Kang the Conqueror. I mean, that alone is just it's just insane. Like, it's going to be the most watched show to this point. I think Moon Knight's going to give it a run for its money, but just introducing a villain like that in a, in, a, in a series is, is crazy. Yeah. So it deserves to be the most watched, honestly, at this point. 1,000%. Okay, uh, we are going to hit Mr. Charles! <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you, um, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of Chris Evans. And... and uh, that's my dude and Scarlett Johansson. Passionate. That's my girl. Put up the alert. That's that's my girl. Lord have mercy. And I and you know, and those guys are, are really they've been longtime friends, you know, for the longest time. So they definitely have a good chemistry. Even in the Winter Soldier, you saw, you know, the uh you know the connection that they had together. You know, during that storyline, you know, with the fallout of Shield, so I think that they, you know, it's time for the CDs to come back and do something different together. And um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Um, as far as the, um, I'm sorry, what was the other? Batgirl and Batgirl. Batgirl. Oh yeah. So Batgirl. So. Um, so everything is going to be I, I don't know what's going to happen because i know that they're having a bit of an issue with the the guy that's playing the flash right now and i think her <laughs> debut was supposed to happen in the flashpoint if i'm not mistaken i mean michael keaton 
who's come back to play Batman is supposed to be the one that's supposed to train her. And this is supposed to be through the Flashpoint movie. So it's going to be interesting to see how that whole thing is going to play out. And then based on that, um, you know, we'll see how it goes for her. I mean, Batgirl, I've always been a, you know, it's funny. I've always been, even with the Adam West um, Batman um, show, um, I always liked when the Batgirl, wasn't it, Yvonne Craig would mm-hmm. come in. Yeah, yeah. Um, Fashion alert. And I think I think she was married to Bill Bixby, which was interesting. I think she was I think she was even married or they was in a relationship, her uh, her and Bill Bixby back in the day. So two uh yeah, two superhero characters, but um but we'll see. We'll see how this all plays out. I mean, you know, we all know that DC's been having some issues, so you know, we're going to see how this Ezra Miller situation pans out for them. Um, and I'm sorry, what was the other? Loki. Loki, Loki, Loki being in the top. Okay, so so it makes sense for now. It makes sense for now. I think that there's going to be a time when all these shows are going to be rewatched. I think when Doctor Strange comes out, people are going to rewatch WandaVision. Yep. You know, I think once they... Because that's the great thing about Marvel. They're good at making sure that even like with Endgame, when they added the little scene with uh, Thor going back to Asgard, and that was a a direct uh, relation to Dark World, Mm -hmm. which a lot of people, that's probably one of a lot of people's least favorite. But because of that scene, they made you go back and enjoy Dark World because of that scene. So Marvel has a great way of having you go back and revisit shows and so i think that there's going to be a time where each one of them are going to have that replay value so right now it's loki yep. and eventually it's going to be wandavision and it's probably be the falcon winter soldier and uh, um, when the kate bishop thing happens it's probably going to be that so you know i think it's just you know right now it's loki that's how i feel i just want to say if you went back and watched thor the dark world on your own volition god bless Aaron, would you say that makes you uh, angry? The the dark world? Yeah, it's, most, it's the second most aggravating movie in the MCU. <laughs> oh no! Oh, we gonna get it. We gonna get it. Right, I think it's right, the shortest gonna... movie too. Dark World. I think that's the shortest one. Uh, I think it's like yeah, because it needs yeah, to be over in thirty minutes. Not short enough. Another, another podcast. Another another day, my friends. Another All right, day. we're gonna hit Big Chase. What up, Chase? It was good. All right, so um, Project Artemis. We'll 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 see what it brings. Um, you know, uh, nothing like keeping good uh, uh, actors working. Um, there's a lot with Project Artemis. There's a lot of background to that whole thing. So I'm curious to see where that goes. Uh, we're going to just keep an eye open. We're going to reserve judgment right now. But you know I'm watching. <laughs> um, Batgirl, well, you know how I feel about DC, man. You know, a place with so much promise and it's uh, barely bears any real fruit. Um, but you know what? Um HBO Max has a lot of DC content that I like. So if uh, they maintain this type of energy, um, Batgirl might be something to take take a look at, you know, and uh, keep keep watching. So I, I you know, I'm going to reserve judgment and keep watching on that one too. Uh, Loki, listen, 
anybody that knows me knows Loki is my guy. Like I just, it's something about Loki because he is, um, he's intelligent. He does a lot of dumb, weird stuff, but he, he's, a, he's an intelligent villain. Um, he, he's an opportunist. Um, and, you know, I was telling somebody the other day, when it really comes down to it, he's actually not looking to take over Asgard because he's had so many chances to do that. But he just likes causing mischief. Like, he really is the god of mischief. Like, that's all he wants to do is just give everybody a hard-ass time. He doesn't really want to take over anything. Um and that just makes him like you know a forever character and whatnot. So uh, I'm not surprised that people have you know latched on to it, latched onto the character. Um, you know, without thought, I've got like t-shirts and mugs with Loki on here. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> you like what you like, right? Yep. Yeah, I think that's cool though. I think that's good. All right, good stuff. Good stuff. Wendell. So, so. Loki, I'm going to start with Loki. Uh, I believe he's serving his glorious purpose. Of <laughs> being the most watched show. I'm going to leave it at that. I don't, I, this is Loki. Chase said it. Yo, know, like, dude is crazy. I love him. So he deserves that. I, I believe his show was great <clears throat> as it was. So the Kang thing, that was just icing on top of it. It just made it that, that much better. <laughs> But um, I, I love the show regardless, and I, I'll watch it again. Um, Project Artemis, glad we're getting that Captain America Black Widow show movie that we really wanted to see. Because, <laughs> you know, I love them. I love them in that movie together, man. And mm -hmm. it's good. But I, I don't know nothing about Project Artemis, man. I fuck shit. Don't worry about it. Uh, I'll watch it, though. <laughs> I'll watch it, though. You know, I will always support that booty. <laughs> I'm talking about Scarlet, not 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 Chris. This is man passionate about America's ass and Scarlett Johansson. Thank you. Very passionate. Passionate. There we go. I will say for Batgirl, um, I I watched the the DC TV shows that come on. All right, I started. I watched. I watched Arrow and then Flash, and you know, even the corny uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. I, I watch all of them, you know. And you know, for the most part, yeah, CGI is whack. You know, it's bad. But taking something like Batgirl and doing it on HBO Max gives them a little bit more uh, leeway to do some things. Like if anybody ever watched Titans, like on HBO Max, then you understand like. That show was crazy, and I loved what they did with that. Um, so I'm going. I'll I'll watch it with an open mind. Um, I'm interested to see what they do with it, um, the characters that they they're playing, and the people they have playing these characters. So I'm I'm, I'm interested to see how it goes. So I, I'm walking to it. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about it on here eventually. <laughs> sure, the heck will. All right. Um, I guess I will go. Um, so with that woman. I don't know. Like anything DC does lately is just really hurting my soul. Um, <laughs> and we'll we'll get into that with another topic coming up soon. But uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, listen, I, I, I've loved I loved <laughs> I loved Arrow. I loved the Flash. Like I watch Legends of Tomorrow. Like I, I like I've watched so many of the DC animes. Like there are so many things DC does right, and then it just like completely gets outweighed with the things they're doing wrongs with the movie and uh 
the movies. We're just, we're gonna get into that, and you know, whatever. I'm probably not gonna watch Batwoman to be completely honest. Uh, Loki, I mess with. Um, I think I think it's gonna take a lot to take down a show like Loki, even with the rewatches and stuff. The fact that you had a show like Loki that introduced variants and then a, and then a Kang, which is gonna be something we're gonna be dealing with for the next four to six, seven, eight years, however many years, and you do that in a TV show, True. it's going to be really hard to top. And then Jonathan Majors is just like, and I, 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 no one's mentioned this, but like I don't know if you guys seen this man working out besides Michael B. Jordan uh, for the new Creed movie. Um, the Avengers need to watch out because that man is jacked. <laughs> He's going to mess all of them up. What did he say in the show? You haven't even seen my worst form. Yeah, you haven't even seen my worst yeah. form. Yeah, that, like, that form's coming. Yeah, and we're in trouble. <laughs> like, they're, they're all in trouble. Like, like, you know what? Like, do they use him to like even like make him more powerful than Thanos? Like, how does that work? Like, we don't know what we're getting into, and I can't wait to see it. I cannot. What was the other topic? Uh, uh, oh, oh, Chris Scarlet. Evans and Scarlett Johansson. The answer is yes. Like, we want all that. I want to see it. Sure. Uh, I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna love it. Don't even know. Leo. Okay, Loki is where it's supposed to be. That's my. <laughs> <laughs> that's my. It's there. Batgirl. <laughs> Not even. I already wasted my time with freaking Peacemaker. <laughs> you have to. All me. <laughs> I swear to God, don't watch it. Uh, that's Peacemaker. Uh, Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson. You can't say nothing bad about these two. These two are like they should be married. And plus, Scarlett Johansson, she's gonna be wearing something tight. So, Christian alert! Christian alert! <laughs> <laughs> Another one. Another one. <laughs> uh, okay, the next three that we got is Army of the Dead surpasses Spider-Man No Way Home and wins an Oscar. <laughs> Quiet. <laughs> hold on, hold it. <laughs> In fan favorite. Uh, Flash getting locked up. He couldn't run fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fortnite it's coming out with a comic book called Zero War it's coming out June 8th it, every, every time you buy a comic there's going to be a free skin inside the comic book for Fortnite but you know how Fortnite works they're trying to get some money and skins don't do shit uh, <laughs> oh, but I'm going to let you start Oh, you let me start? Yeah, sure. Fortnite, they're not, buy the comic. Definitely buy the comic because they're going to have some. This is the first time that Fortnite, uh, Fortnite and Marvel are working together. And also, they worked together beforehand because in the game, you are actually allowed to play as Thanos. Oh, yeah. And use the gauntlet, and it was a cheat code. Uh, Flash, Homeboy has. I don't know what he has to do. He needs an electric shock or something because he's smacking people all over the place. And the funny thing is, nobody's seen the video of it yet. There's a video somewhere. There's a video. Yeah, there's, there's a video of it somewhere. There's a video of it somewhere. But you no, know, they backed out of one so far. They already paused this movie. <laughs> An Army of the Dead surpassing Spider Man No Way Home. As a fan favorite. As a fan favorite. <laughs> Prove my motherfucking point. Oh, there goes one. <laughs> yeah, 
So, I'm going to leave it right there. I'm going to give it to Aaron next. <laughs> oh, you really going to Oh, because I'm, I'm going to get very angry very quickly. Um, okay. You, so, so here's, the, here's, here's the thing about Fortnite. Um, I, I played Fortnite twice in my life. Fully yeah. honest with you. Um, it's more of a kiddie game, in my opinion. Right. But the fact that they're tying in the comics is really cool. Um, I also don't know if anybody's ever seen this, but they did a really cool tribute when Chadwick Boseman passed away. Yeah, they they like, had a whole thing in the yeah, game where yeah. they had everybody they in do Fortnite really Universe cool. doing the whole Wakanda, do Wakanda cool Forever thing. So, so Fortnite does some really cool stuff. Uh, I'll agree, pick up the comic, obviously, if you're a Fortnite fan, if you play the game, uh, get a skin. It's pretty cool. It's obviously not going to do anything. It's just going to be cosmetic, but... The comic, I think I actually saw a leak of the comic. It looked yeah, pretty cool. Too. Yeah, the comic so, looked so I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, the Flash. Um, the DCU is a mess. I'm gonna get so angry. It's me. such a mess. Um, I just, I just, like, like take him, take Robert Pattinson, just throw it in the garbage and start over again. I don't even know where to go with it. Honestly, I just, yeah. I'm over it. I know. Like, I, I just, I, I, I don't really have much else to say about it. And then, um. I mean the Oscar. Listen, I saw that movie. The what's it, what's the name of the movie? Army, Army, of, the Army of the Dead. I watched that movie, and the fact that it took over No Way Home is laughable. Honestly, it's it's, it's great. Like the movie's not terrible, was but that, like was that a category where you, where Twitter gets to pick the winner? Pro- it probably yeah. It's because, probably a fan base yeah. thing, and like it people, is fan favorite. Listen, people love zombie movies. I love zombie mm-hmm. movies. Honestly, I always what? have. But you're not gonna sit here and tell me that if you look at those two movies side by side, that that movie's better. There's no logical way that movies there was a zombie tiger in the movie like like what and dave batista i love dave batista but like come on man this was three spider-men on the freaking thing at the same time you're never gonna see it again probably well who knows i'll get in we'll get into that later with the morbius spoilers ahead um Um, but that's where I'll leave it at that. I think it was that's absolutely criminal. They got raw Spider Man No Way Home should have been should have taken the I don't know if they took any other awards on, but they should have taken the way now too. 100%. <laughs> Just saying. All right, I'm gonna go. Um Fortnite, um, you know, the game's very popular. Some little kid won like three million dollars playing a tournament. Sure did. Good for sure him. Sure uh, go sure buy did. the comic because it's gonna be worth money. Like there's no way Pro- it's not going to be worth money. Yeah. Just pick up the damn comic. Um Army of the Dead. Go F yourself in the A, because there's no way that this movie was better than No Way Home. And this just goes to show you between this category and uh, Ezra Miller as The Flash, out-momenting Endgame and No Way Home? No. So, Oscars, go F yourself in the A. And that brings me to my next point, The Flash. Please don't make this movie. Stop it right now. Don't put it out. Like, reboot The Flash. Take Ezra Miller out of it. Put Grant Gustin in if you want to from the freaking CW. I don't care what you do. This is your karma for messing up the Snyderverse. Warner Brothers is getting it. They're getting all of it. And they're going to keep getting karma. I swear to God. Because you know people right now, they're coming after Amber Heard for all the crap that he that she did for Johnny Depp uh, because this came up. Oh, well, Ezra Miller gets shit. Why aren't we giving Amber Heard shit? Exactly. So, like, it's all just going to keep coming at, at Warner Brothers. And, like... Like this, this was supposed to be the movie I got to see Michael Keaton Batman again, and I'm never gonna see it because this movie has been delayed. This movie's supposed to come out, I think, in like 2018, and here we are, 2023. I have to wait for this fucking movie to come out. They're gonna, they're gonna kill a Batman. They're gonna kill Ben Affleck, but then they're not. But then they're gonna add Robert Pattinson, but then they're not. But like, go 
yourself. Go fuck yourself, Warner Brothers. I'm sick of your shit. It almost, it almost feels like the Oscars and the DCU slapped the shit out of us like Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. You know right. I mean? That's like, exactly what happened. And don't even get... And then just wait till I get the Sony. You think I'm mad now. Wait till I get the Sony. All right, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm done, man. I'm, done. Uh, I'm, I'm giving it to Wendell. Wendell, it's all you. Um, uh, these, these three stories. Uh, I don't care about Fortnite. I'm gonna buy the comic just because it's gonna be, you know, it's gonna go in the collection. I'm gonna have it. Uh, the Flash. I'm with you. I've been dying to see Michael Keaton in this damn suit again, and 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 now it looks like I'm not gonna. All right, so let's so, let's let's screw Michael Keaton up not once but twice. Let's yeah, let's we're say gonna get that. Let's, let's just say screw you, Ezra Miller, um, and thank you, DC, for doing it again. Um, and then what's the next one? Uh, Army of the Dead uh, winning an Oscar over No Way Home. All right, so that's just absolute bullshit. That, that, uh, <laughs> that's bullshit. Um, <laughs> just straight up, right out of the bold ass. That's what that is. Um, so they can go ahead and there's no way in the world you'll ever convince me that that is a true thing. And um, yeah, Oscars are rigged. So ooh, I won't flash that out. But um, yeah. That's my <laughs> <life>. <laughs> I went to WrestleMania, so I'm feeling stone coldish. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> All right, love it. All right, let's go to Charles. Hey, Charles. Yeah, what's you're muted, uh, sir. I think you're muted. I hear nothing from you. Okay, I'm there sorry about are. that, guys. I hear you. Um, as far as uh, Fortnite, um, I mean, definitely, it's it's so popular. Um, just get anything that says Fortnite on it. Uh, if it's Fortnite in the Quaker Old Sky or Fortnite <laughs> or <laughs> and the Keebler Elf, uh, Woody Woodpeck, anything Fortnite, just grab it. It's hot. <laughs> It's you know they they did that Batman Fortnite I think Batman yeah. Fortnite Snake Eyes thing mm-hmm. like just grab it. I think just that book is at one fifty right now. Yeah, just just anything Fortnite just grab it. Um, as far as Ezra Miller, he's a problem. He's a he's a problem. Um, you know he just keep getting into different situations, and that last situation is just weird. Uh, I try to read up on it and see what exactly, because I, I always try to give certain things a benefit of the doubt and see if it's something else that's going on. But it's just a weird situation. And so, um, you know, it seems like he's just, you know, he's a he's a he's a problem. So I think that, um, you know, I don't know if it it would warrant them to redo the film or not i'm not sure at this point i think the movie is supposed to come out this year right it's supposed to come out yep this so it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a bit of a situation if they you know do the pre-production and and um and try to delay it you know i think people want to see michael keaton again people want to see uh you know this movie the flashpoint and see what happens what's the fallout behind it uh so but i understand that you know right now it's just too volatile having ezra miller at this point in time you know so and i'm for them to get in grant gustin if that's the case if they want to do a quick transition and having grant gustin um be the flash i think he can i definitely think that he can pull it off i think a lot of people say oh he's a tv actor or whatever but 
there's been plenty of times where we saw TV actors do phenomenal on the, the movies or theater or vice versa. So and they already, put, that. they already put Ezra in the CW show at one point, too, like to have like a yes. movie, like I forgot about that. So, yeah, yes, they did. Listen, if you could do one, did. you could do the other. I mean, yeah, exactly. You <laughs> and just swap, you know, um, as far as Army of the Dead, I, I think. I mean, what did he? What did they actually win? What was the actual category? Fan, fan favorite. Fan favorite movie. Fan favorite out of from No Way Home. Right. So yes. you know, you know what Twitter trolls did? They let yeah. that movie win. <laughs> That's exactly what they did. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know if it's a timing thing with the Oscars. I don't know if because uh, No Way Home came out just recently in December, and I don't know if like Army of the Dead been out for a long time so i don't know if it's a timing thing with the oscars uh, maybe that could be the case but in my opinion i think no way home is is superior when it comes to between those two films you know so that's all oh, i have to say about that May. yeah May. yeah so it could be a timing thing it's freaking crazy all right <laughs> last but not least big chase okay so um, let's just get the trash out of the way. I mean, the flash out of the way. Um, <laughs> so, first of all, Flash is going to end up in a folder with the Fantastic Four as one of those superheroes who should have been at the top of the movie world, and for some reason it didn't happen. It's yeah. being mishandled. Um, I actually went back and looked at a few other old Flash movies and things like that. Um, they still haven't gotten him right. They still haven't gotten him uh, um, to that level where a Superman and a Wonder Woman is, and he should be there because I don't know about you guys, but when I was young, everybody wanted to be the Flash. Everybody wanted to be the Flash. The ability to, to go around the world was like, oh my God, I can do that. Um, but they, they're really screwing him up, they, you know. So I, I don't know. We'll, we'll wait and see. Um, Fortnite, I'm, I'm with Leo. Like, you know, this is a money grab. Uh, people are seeing how uh, popular, uh, you know, comic book period, comic book technology <laughs> related material is. So now everybody and their mother's like, let's just add a comic book to the mix and then we'll connect it and then that'll get extra money. So, you know, that, that's, you know, I expect that to happen. It's, you know, it's big business. It is what it is. Um, now, the Army of the Dead, let me say this. The Army of the Dead is one of those cult classic movies, and you have those. Night of the Living Dead, the whole zombie movement. Um, you know, those are, those are like classic movies you can watch over and over and over and over and over again. Now, I don't know why this one got to be so popular, but I'm assuming it's probably from the title. Zombies are classics. Um, you know, you know, maybe they just like, you know, the whole thing. But um, I'm actually not necessarily surprised because in terms of um, not having to think, like these are no-brainers. Like you don't have to, you don't, you don't need a brain to watch Army of the Dead. <laughs> oh, the zombies, kill them, shoot them, slash them, you know, with just good, thick, you know, violent fun. Whereas with, um, you know, No Way Home, you got to know the story and you got to figure out what's going on. And, you know, these this, this character is relating to that character and blah, 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 blah. 
And I think that, you know, for people that just want gratuitous violence, it, it just was maybe too much to digest. Um, so, you know, I'm not necessarily surprised. Plus the fact, I think that, you know, they probably decided that they needed to give Netflix an award. Like, you, know, <laughs> you know, like, you know, we, we got the movie categories covered. Uh, maybe we need to give some of these streaming companies uh, an award too. You know, they are part of what we're doing now. Um, so, you know, that, that's, that's pretty much what it is. It's just politics as usual, you know, fixed. Uh, you know, you know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it for that. All right, so that is for nerdy news. That's Good. going on this week. Is so now, it's, now it's a topic change. Now it's a topic change. Before Shots we up do, uh, uh, the two-minute warning uh, comments, uh, DC can kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I love Fortnite, so geek for this. So let's, let's get it yes, up. Salute. Season, I agree. Ruining my shit. That's a lot of cursing. See, and I was supposed to be the bad one. Oh, and just when you thought we were getting into cursing, yeah. Now it's time for the Morbius review. Yes, very heavy spoilers. Morbius. We're not doing sports. Oh, oh we're doing spoilers. sports. Oh my god, Morbius. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ, look at me jumping I, I, ahead. I don't know if we have a time crunch or anything. Oh, no, let's no, do no, it. No, fuck that. Just with a recap. I'll, I'll tell you what, guys. Let's do it this way. I'll do a quick sports recap. If any, I'm gonna, I'll, do, I'll go topic by topic. If anybody wants to jump in, jump in. Sound good? Gotcha. Cool. All right. Let's start with this. So, just some quick hitters from the world of sports this week. We'll just go. Uh, Tiger Woods competing in the Masters. Yes. Um, yeah. Playing golf for the first time golf after ne- uh, golf. Golf uh, Playing golf for the first time after nearly losing his leg in a car accident 14 months ago. Many thought he never stepped foot on a golf course again competitively. And at last check uh, of the leaderboard, he's sitting around 11th at one under par. So good for Tiger Woods. I'm glad he's back. I know dude's had a tumultuous career, personal life, all that. But the way I'll put it, to paraphrase it, is golf is better with Tiger Woods playing competitively. Yeah. Better believe it. Tiger Woods. Goddamn right. I like Yep. Tiger Woods. I was about to go on my MGF, uh, MGM app right now and put a bet down. I'm going to do something. I don't know yet. Tiger Woods to win. Don't parlay in there. I don't know. <laughs> um, my second point this week, uh, my second sports topic, I should say, uh, Brooklyn Nets forward Ben Simmons filed a grievance against the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, give me my money. Give me my money uh, <laughs> to try and get around $20 million of his salary back. Uh, Simmons, is stating, Simmons is stating that he requested to be away from the team due to mental health issues and ongoing disputes with the team. So basically, for those of us who haven't really followed basketball that closely, essentially a lot of stuff happened with Ben Simmons in the offseason. The team didn't really back him up. He took a lot of scrutiny for the team's failures in the playoffs last year, and he felt yep. like the team didn't really have his back. So that to him, I guess, maybe put him in a bad mental spot, this, that, and the other thing. So he decided to take a step back from basketball focus on himself, and um, ultimately he told them, I'd like to be traded, and it obviously resulted in a trade to the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Um, the 76ers held out part of his salary because Simmons didn't play uh, up until the fe- I'm gonna, February 14th trade deadline, I want to say. I might get the date wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so Simmons didn't play the entire, basically, like half of the season. Um, so they withheld $20 million of his salary, stating that he didn't meet his contractual obligations. So obviously that's how that works. Your employer is going to say, I'm not paying you. You're not here. Um, and, and Simmons is basically trying to work. I don't want to call it a loophole to make him sound like the bad guy, but he's trying to work a kind of a loophole within the NBA players association, 
association stating that um if you tell the team that you're stepping away from mental health issues they're not allowed to take your salary away from you ooh, essentially ooh. so he's kind of working a little bit of a of a, of a of a you know a case there and we'll see ultimately i think he's gonna i don't know if he'll get, end up getting the whole 20 back but i think he'll end up getting a lot of the salary back. right well uh mike jc says ben simmons a bum he is <laughs> I agree. listen, listen I'll, I'll say i'll say this or anybody here who watches basketball ben simmons is a hell of a basketball player he's arguably one of the most talented defenders in the NBA. He can guard positions one through five. Mm. The issue with Ben Simmons is he's a basketball player who can't shoot or is scared to shoot. If you're scared to shoot, it's going to affect every other part of your game. So if Ben Simmons ever just developed a jump shot, he'd be a top 10 talent in the NBA. But mm. instead of doing that, he focused on the other parts of his game, which include defense, passing, and those are great. He, Like I said, he's a phenomenal player. And he's very aggressive getting the basket, big body at 6'10". Mm. Um, but it's just a matter of if he ever decided to take a step back and develop the jump shot that everybody critiqued him for, he'd just be that much more of a threat. You know, mm. more like Giannis, who puts in the work and is a cali- an MVP caliber player leading teams to championships. Mm. Ben, it's up exactly. to Ben Simmons' point to want to put the work in. Exactly. I mean, I, I hate the Brooklyn Nets, so I'm going to say I hope he doesn't do that. But but ultimately that's what I think. Fit. We're not gonna talk about the Knicks. It'll be a whole I'll need a whole stream to myself. Um does anybody have anything to say about Ben Simmons fault of twenty million? Anything? I mean, yeah, get that money. Uh, get my money. Get my money. I'm rich. Get my money. Uh, my next quick hitter, uh, MLB opening day is today. Hey. Um, in terms of local sports, the Mets are currently playing the Nationals, and I will actually pull up the score right now. Let's go Yankees. They're probably losing. Uh, we'll find out in a second. So the Mets and the Nationals are currently in the second inning, 0-0. Um, and the, the Yankees play tomorrow. They open up in Yankee Stadium against the Boston Red Sox. Hey, yo. So here's all I'll say. I think, I think a lot of people here are Yankee fans, including myself. Uh, but I will also say good luck to both teams this year. Yes. Hopefully, I think both have playoff aspirations. Mm. Both good teams. Um, but in my opinion, let's go Yankees. Right. I will say this. Uh, my, favorite, my favorite fan base is Met fans in April <laughs> because they take over the world for a month, and then May 1st comes around, and then they don't. <laughs> but all, they, but honestly, last year they looked good. They have great. They have great. Like, they, they, they also have good. great pitching this they year. They do. Honestly. Listen, they might like completely. But ultimately, it's it's the Mets, and they find a way to let you down I'm most of the time. Bad. It's like being a Knicks fan. It's like kind of sounds like that other uh, blue and orange team. Yeah, I'm not, listen, you don't have to tell me. <laughs> I, 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 I think the, they need to just change their the, color. The, Knicks, the Knicks, the Knicks were up by 21 and lost to the. Brooklyn Nets last night because they suck. Sorry. Suck. Um, they uh, because all we've done all year is have 20 point leads and blow them in the third and fourth quarter because that's the thing. We're not going to get them. New York does. That's Stephen A. Smith video is the funniest. I, can't, I, can't, I, I just I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> uh, speaking of letdowns, though, we're going to take a step over to the Los Angeles do Lakers. It. Do it. And I know there's some Lakers fan. <laughs> The Los Angeles Lakers <laughs> were, were, were knocked out of playoff contention after of course. the fifth consecutive yes. loss of the season. This is the fourth time in LeBron James' career that he's not going to be a playoff caliber play, in the playoffs. Like, um, the, Lakers, the, Lakers, the Lakers came into the season with title hopes. Um, they traded for Russell Westbrook. They signed Carmelo Anthony. 
Um, both aging aging superstars at this point. And ultimately what ended up happening is I'll give you a quick rundown. LeBron missed 20 plus games this year due to injury. He is 37. He plays a lot of minutes. Mm. Anthony Davis played just 39 games out of a possible 79 so far. Might not finish the rest of the season. So he's played half the season and he's he's the first or second best player on the team. Russell Westbrook's numbers are down across the board after averaging near a triple-double for every other team he's been on. His numbers are all down. And every time you turn on ESPN, Russell Wilson is clanking shots off the side are of the back. Are you talking about Russell? Russell Brick. Russell Brick. Yeah, Russell Brick. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, ultimately, I think what happened for the Lakers this season, I'll summarize it myself. I think Russell Westbrook's not a fit alongside LeBron James. I think that that's ultimately what Lakers fans need to, need to comprehend. Um they should have went for somebody to play the point guard position who's more of a shooter mm. because traditionally every time LeBron James has been successful in his career, he's the guy with the ball in his hands making all the playmaking happen, getting other people involved. And that's also Westbrook's role. So yep. when you do that, the two are going to collide all the time. So they should have went with, a, a you know, whether that's more of a, a John Wall, a Damian Lillard made that push for somebody who's more of a shooter to complement him and Anthony Davis better. They would have had more of a shot. But ultimately at this point, all I'll say is, if you look at everything in a microcosm, LeBron James has one year left on his contract with the Los Angeles Lakers. He has not signed an extension yet. And if he doesn't sign an extension, here's the other part that I think people need to keep in mind. Um, Bronny James is going to be in the NBA by 2023. His son. Oh, wow. LeBron has always said his ultimate goal is to play for his son. And nothing would be more trolly to me than the Knicks drafting Bronny and forcing LeBron to come <laughs> So please make it happen because he hates the Knicks so much, and I love every minute of it. Oh, that would be so good. What would be great is if they draft him and then the Knicks actually go to the damn championship. Right, exactly. Oh, exactly. Win, imagine, imagine the troll mm. that it would be yep. if the Knicks are competitive. Yep. And Mike JC also love, loves when LeBron loses. 100%. I feel, I feel like a lot of us are like that. There's oh, a lot of like, listen, I, I, I'm all good on LeBron, but like, also, the Lakers just the Lakers just don't have a lot. Here's the thing. The Lakers did what the Rams did in football. They went all in. They traded their picks. They traded yeah. everything away. They don't have cap room, but it failed. So ultimately what happens now is the Lakers are going to get stuck in a situation where if they can't convince LeBron they could build a contender around him next year and for years forward, they're going to lose him, yep. and they're going to end up starting completely from scratch, which for mm -hmm. Lakers fans – is is you're jumping on the grenade? And where, gonna, where does where do you think LeBron <laughs> wants to go? Where, where do I think LeBron wants to? Where do I think he wants to? Back go? To I, I'll, I'll tell everybody where he's gonna end up. He's going back to Cleveland. He's going. Thank he's you. I don't. Who is that? Who said that? Oh, it was James. Yeah, it was James. LeBron James. Mark my words. Forget the next thing I said. It's trolly. It's not happening. LeBron James is gonna make his way back to Cleveland for one more title run. The Cleveland Cavaliers are currently the sixth or seventh seed in the East. If they added LeBron, they'd be a top three team in the East, no problem. Mm. LeBron's going to find a way to go back to Cleveland and make one more championship run for three more years and play till he's 40. So that's what's okay. going to happen. Okay, so here's the thing. When, when they first put this Lakers super team together, I was one of the first people that was completely against it because when you start to average out, you've you got AD, you've got LeBron, you've got Rush, you got – all these people want the ball. Everybody. So if I'm normally doing 25, 30 points a game, there's no way to, like, maintain those numbers. 
I already knew that Russ and LeBron were going to have a problem because Russ wants the ball. Like, he'll playing it for, like, four quarters, and he don't keep a damn. You give him the ball, he's just going to go. And I knew that that was going to be a point of contention. AD went there because of LeBron, but after all these other guys showed up, he didn't want to be there anymore. So now, if you really look, like, he's, like, falling down. He's, like, the biggest thing. Oh, my ankle. Oh, my back. Oh, my knee. You know, he doesn't want to play there anymore. I'm not surprised. I've been telling people from day one, this thing's not going to last two seconds. And now everybody there, these are some of the best players in the NBA, and they're knocked out of the playoffs. What does that say? Mm. Honestly, stop making super teams. Honestly, it it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me at all if Anthony Davis wound up getting traded this offseason. Because Absolutely. he has he yeah. has he hasn't played more than a half a season in three years now. Definitely. They won the championship, and every year after that, he's been injured. And I'm not talking like, oh, I got a bruised pinky. I'm talking like he's got an ankle injury, he's got a knee injury, he's got like soft tissue injuries just add up on people over time. Yeah, yeah. And I just feel like for him and the Lakers and LeBron James and everybody involved, it might be best suited to move that contract somewhere else and try to get more more players as opposed to the big talent that is Anthony Davis around him at this point. You might be able to salvage something and maybe have a playoff team there is my point. But, mm-hmm. but ultimately, I, I could see a scenario where Anthony Davis and and uh, Russell Westbrook are not back on the Lakers next year if they could help it. Mm-hmm. I think they might try to move on from both of them and just start over. I would just wipe out the whole fucking team. It's hard. I'm, it's I'm, hard. The, Lake, I'm the Lakers fan. But as soon as <laughs> LeBron came over, I was like, yeah, we're going back to shit. So... <laughs> They actually might have a chance if they build the team around Russ and build build everybody else. To be yeah, honest, they do. You, you, you. LeBron James has always needed shooters this whole career. You need to surround him with people who average over thirty to forty percent from the three point. Yeah, but isn't he talking mm. to what's the guy's name from Golden State? Like he's, he's Steph, Steph Curry. Curry. You mean the best three point shooter in the history of the NBA? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But do you think LeBron's stupid? Of course, he's going to talk to the best three point shooter in the history of the NBA. You're like no. He'll he's gonna end up back on Cleveland. He's gonna recruit other shooters. Yeah. Cleveland has a good young team, by the way. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And Cleveland, they all under 25. They're all talented. Two two all-stars this year, both under 25. Mm. LeBron's gonna look at that and go, Oh, I can't wait to go back, play with these young guys. Fresh. I, don't think they <laughs> I, I would not be surprised if these young guys do not want to play with LeBron. Exactly. Mm. It, wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me either. Exactly. He commands a lot, of, a lot of attention and respect. When, when LeBron went to Miami during the Dwayne Wade era, I told people, like, it's no longer Dwayne Wade's team. It's nope. now LeBron's team. LeBron's team. And people didn't believe me until he got there and it became LeBron's team. Yep. If LeBron shows up in Cleveland, it's now LeBron's yeah. team. So yep. these guys that have worked and bust their ass when there was no LeBron there are going to lose their popularity. They're going to lose their, you know, their, their standing. So I don't think they would really want to play with them. You know what I mean? Like they're doing good without him. They just they need some help, but they don't want somebody that's going to steal a whole show. And we know LeBron is the show. And then all those assholes that burned their jerseys when he left. <laughs> hey, get yeah. some now, now all of a sudden that's, that becomes a real thing. <laughs> Come after. I no, want to see the dude. Jerseys. I want to see the dude who got the tattoo of LeBron's jersey on his body. I want to see what he was. That's the guy I want to show. That's I want to find. Oh, I can put it back <laughs> down. <laughs> um, all right, so I'll wrap it up. I'm going to wrap it up with this last topic, and it was one that I uh, I, I brought up to, to Leo and Abel before I got here. I feel like it quietly went 
under the radar a little bit, but I did just want to mention it because it felt interesting to me. Um, two other African-American coaches joined Brian Flores' lawsuit against the NFL, alleging uh, racial discrimination. So for those of you who don't know, uh, Brian Flores fi filed a uh, basically a grievance against the NFL, uh, stating that he was wrongly fired and then in in also in retrospect not it brought into real consideration for another head coaching job despite having success with the Miami Dolphins. Um, so the two coaches who joined in were former Cardinals head coach Steve Wilkes and uh, longtime assistant coach Ray Horton. Wow. Um, both of them have said uh, the following in regards to being part of the lawsuit. Um, Steve Wilkes was basically was basically brought into the Cardinals. He was basically given the head coaching job for one season and then immediately let go after the Cardinals had nothing on the roster to supply him with. Whereas most of the time, if you're a head coach in the NFL, you do know you get like, usually the rule is you get like two or three draft classes, to kind of figure it out, right. draft some of the guys you want and uh, build the team up that way. Mm -hmm. Wilkes was let go after one season. So he's alleging that he was basically a bridge coach and a scapegoat. And hired for the one season and then just immediately replaced wow. with a, for lack of a better term, a white coach from college, Cliff Kingsbury, who's now currently the coach of the Cardinals and coaching Kyler Murray. And the Cardinals have had some better success since then. Hmm. Um, and the other assistant coach, Ray Horton, was a, he's been a longtime assistant coach in the NFL uh, multiple years. Uh, he claims that he's been brought into multiple interviews uh, I think one namely was with the Tennessee Titans, and he claims that he was only brought in because of the Rooney Rule in the NFL, which for, again, those of you who maybe don't know, the Rooney Rule basically establishes that NFL teams must interview one minority candidate at least. Um, so um, uh, Wilkes is basically claiming, I'm sorry, Horton is basically claiming that he was brought in on a number of those interviews for basically just to be that guy just to fill to the board, just to be the minority candidate, <laughs> and then never given the opportunity to actually coach Ooh. a team when he more than deserved it over some of the people who got jobs. Right. But are we surprised? No. 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 Well, we're no. Not surprised. Of course, of course not. To oh, be honest with you, I mean, hey, how you doing? All right. That's good. Bye. I mean, to be honest with you, um, the NFL definitely has an issue. Um, from my perspective, I mean. I, I usually don't like to, to talk about race. It's an uncomfortable topic, obviously, for a lot of people personally. Um, but to me, the Rooney rule is a joke. I'll be completely frank with everybody at this table and everybody in this call right now. Um, the fact of the matter is, if you if you kind of look at it from an aspect, the Rooney rule is kind of racist in and of, in and of itself. Mm. It kind of basically makes the minority candidate feel like they have a shot at an opportunity when realistically some coaches – and not, for, uh, not coaches, some – some people who run teams, I mean, you can call it what, what you want. I'll sit here and call it like it is because that's the type of guy I am. A majority of the owners in the NFL are older white men with millions and billions of dollars. What? So if they don't see the minority coaching candidate as the real candidate and the leader of men, then it's going to manipulate the ability of that coach to get a, to get a job. It's mm -hmm. just the, the fact of the matter. And um, – the, you know, the coaches, obviously, that, I, that I'll applaud here and, the, and the, the fan bases, or I should say the organizations I'll applaud here. Mike Tomlin's been head coach of the Steelers for a number of years now. Yeah. He's a phenomenal head coach, yeah. and he yeah. deserves it. Todd Bowles was recently just appointed head coach because Bruce Arians stepped down from mm -hmm. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's another one. Um, and then off the top of my head, I can't think of any, any others. I, I think I'm missing one, but I'm not 100% certain. But all I'll say is the Rooney rule should be abolished, and honestly, this is how it goes with most – jobs in america according to me it's the best man gets a job regardless of skin color done, done, that's done. how i feel about it and i hope the nfl 
finds a way to make it a more balanced system and fair for everybody involved. Until the NFL freaking hire gets a black owner, that's never gonna happen. Well, the Jacksonville Jaguars owner is um I don't want to say it incorrectly, but he is he, he, Middle Eastern or Indian. I, I can't remember. I, I'd have to look it up. But he's he's considered a minority owner. How many is so that? to speak? I think one. I'm pretty sure. For how there. many years? I think he's had the Jaguars for like five years, four or five. He recently, very yeah, recently. And how long has the NFL been on? I, 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 I decades. Decades. Exactly. So you get one. All right. So that's the sports section. New topic. Another shot. Yes, Jesus Christ, yes. Well, suck it up, buttercups. Another one. Oh, All right. So, here we go with the Morbius review. Heavy. Morbius. Morbius. Oh. Morbius. 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 All right, who do you want? Oh, I'm going first. I'm going to be very clear. I'm going to be very clear. I haven't seen this movie. I'm not going to see this movie. I'm not giving Sony my money. It's not going to happen. I watched every review under the sun. I spoiled the crap out of this movie myself because I just refuse to let Sony ruin things for me anymore. I'm not going to let them do it, okay? Uh, I'm going to start with Jared Leto. I'm sure he did fine. Uh, bringing Morbius into these movies, like, great. Let's bring him into the universe, you know. But let's just be honest. This was a movie that was supposed to come out before before the pandemic. And um, it didn't. It got delayed. They changed No Way Home to whatever they changed it to from what it was from. Um, and uh, Sony had to uh, definitely change whatever they had going on in that movie before the fact, Okay. There was, uh, from, and correct me if I'm wrong because I haven't seen this movie, but uh, the whole Spider-Man's a murderer poster removed. Um, the uh, Oscorp logo from the Amazing Spider-Man trilogy removed. Right. Um, and um, the vulture in the actual movie itself, not so much the uh, post-credit scenes removed. Removed? Removed. Okay. Removed. So those were like the big three things. I know. we're gonna, I'm getting to the post-credits. No, no, no. What? But the Daily Bugle was... was oh, no. The Daily Bugle was they mentioned Rhino. Right. They mentioned They mentioned, they, they mentioned, they mentioned other things. Chameleon's uh, going to be in the new Craven movie. And like, that's fine. But you know what? You took big draws out of this movie that I saw in a trailer, which got me hyped. That's false advertising. Don't tell me it's not. <laughs> that shit is false advertising. You put big things out of a trailer that I was excited to see out of the movie completely, right? And uh, uh, all right, so going back to Jared Leto, uh, the the blood. Uh, there was no real blood in this movie. There was blue synthetic blood, right? Do I have that right? Yeah. There was some real blood, but he was eating. Was he was eating blue synthetic blood. Am I right? No, was red. Kind of it was a mixture of. Both. It was a mixture, and how was he it was doing it every time? Out of a out of a pack. Yeah, like a, a Capri Sun. Out of a pack. Out of a pack. <laughs> uh, let me ask you a question. Uh, in the comics, did Morbius do that, or did no. he eat people? Yeah. Right now, would you no. now, now looking at this movie as a whole, would you say he's an anti-hero or a hero? What do they portray him as? Did he want to do all the good for people, and maybe you know what do he want to do? Oh, was he a hero? Yeah, he was a hero, right? Not an anti-hero like Venom, right? 
right? And listen, no, I'm not saying the Venom movies are like the greatest thing on the planet. That's right. You guys get to. I'm just giving okay. you the outsider perspective that's fair, that's fair. of a person who didn't see this movie and will probably never see this movie. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. The uh. The the woman. The the doctor who I felt very passionate about. Passionate. Right? Passionate. How long was she in the movie? Uh. Pretty decent. She was in the mountain. Yeah. Hot, but like, th- she died, or like, she got uh, almost killed, or what, what was it? How did she die? I mean, are we just going full spoilers? No, we we've, we've said that full spoilers. So, okay, so 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 at, towards the end of the movie, she right. was killed by the person who right. The, I, for, what's the guy's name? Right, who like, had an the, awesome dance scene in the mirror. Right, yes. But then, but then, but then, but then, but then, but then it turned out that right. more, but then it turned out that Morbius basically turned her into a vampire as well. Sure, right, sure, right, okay, yeah. right. And now, listen, I heard there's, there might have been a couple of fight scenes in this movie that was a lot of fun, right? There were, there were right? There were. But let me ask you a question: when when the fight scenes happened, was the camera moving around like you couldn't tell who anyone was, or was it actually like? It was slow motion. It, oh, it was slow. slow, slow is that what it was? They, they slow motioned it. They slow motioned it. So basically, they were moving at super speed because of the bat thing. Mm. The fact that they were basically mimicking right. bats sonar. And sonar, right? Right. Cute. So they had to slow, slow everything that was going on for you to see. Right. I it understand. Really I get it. Okay. I get it. Listen, Brent, like, like I said, you want to force this sinister six on us? You want to give me Morbius and fucking Craven the Hunter and maybe the chameleon who's like been casted <laughs> and, and then like the vulture? Adrian Toomes. Uh, let's get to the post-credit scene. Let's get to both cre- post-credit scenes right now. You, the first post-credit scene of this freaking movie is the sky opening up, and Adrian Toomes, who was a yo, Michael Keaton played so great in in the, in Homecoming. Like I, I liked him as a villain. He did well. Like he, his interaction with Spider-Man was great. He gets in a jail cell, and what is the first thing he says in the post-credit scene? I don't know how I got here. I don't know how I got here. And then what he says, hope there's good food hope here. Hope there's good food here. Yeah. Hope there's good food here? <laughs> I hope there's good food here. Right. And then he just gets released because we don't know who Adrian Toomes is. He doesn't right. exist in this universe. We just let him go. We just say, yeah, you know what? You you, you, you just go. You, you're not in jail. Go ahead. And then the second scene. Somehow, this guy materializes a suit. He materializes the same suit. From the Tom Holland universe, he, he just materializes no. it. No, 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 no. I'm, oh, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna correct you. Correct. I'm gonna correct. Go you. ahead. Go ahead. That suit is actually from the Amazing Spider-Man. Is it actually? It though? is. It's the suit from the Amazing Spider-Man in one of those yes. cases. Okay, great. That's displayed in the Amazing. W- what Spider-Man. universe is this set in? Right. Right. I don't, I don't know. You don't know. I don't know if it. You knows. don't know. But still, <laughs> Morbius is driving his car and stops in the middle of nowhere, and here comes Vulture in his. Amazing Spider-Man Vulture suit. No, he actually called it. Oh, did he call? Okay, I'm sorry. They got on a phone call and they met in a random field. And here comes Adrian Toomes, the villain that I like, just on his on. I, I, I actually really like the mask. The mask was cool. I really like how it was cool. They 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 fixed the mask and it looked right. Yes, and then what did. what did he say? Oh, I don't know why I'm here, but you know I think it has something to do with Spider-Man. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> It's Tom Holland Spider-Man? Sure, like maybe. I don't I don't know. No one knows. No one knows. But but then they say, but then he says, oh, a couple guys like us. Maybe we should team up. And you know what? You know what? Jared Leto's incredible acting lets him say. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Cut to black. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Oh my god. 
listen, no, I'm done with Sony. I'm not giving them my money. I will watch this movie for free. I well, that's fine, but like Jesus Christ, please stop. Right. Sony, please stop. Don't make Craven. Like just, just don't even do it. It's already in production. Aaron Taylor, jo- whatever the hell his Aaron name Taylor is. Jobs. Like you know what? He might even be a good Craven, but like you're gonna ruin the movie. You're gonna ruin the freaking movie. You're gonna kill it. It's gonna suck. I'm telling you, it's gonna suck. Stop. So, I'm, so, done. I'm done. Abel, tell right. me how you really tell me how you really feel about this. Yeah, okay. Now tell us how you really feel. Tell me how you really feel, bro. That was great. I don't want to ever. I don't want to ever talk about this movie ever again on this fucking podcast. Leo, you go. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. <laughs> so after that, <laughs> I. Oh my god. Okay. I'm gonna go out and live here. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me stand over here. Uh, I'm gonna say the movie was not that, not that bad. Oh my god, uh, the movie was not that bad for me. I, okay, it's not great. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, it's not fucking great. It sure the fuck isn't. <laughs> it is not great. For me, the movie had uno. Okay, so three scenes that I didn't like. The fucking cat thing. <laughs> okay, dumb as shit. Come here, Whiskers. Uh, Come on, Whiskers. <laughs> I'm shaking your litter box. Come on, Whiskers. Did you shake a litter box? He did. Yes, he did. He, did. he shook a litter box. <laughs> he shook a litter box. Yeah. That's correct. Okay, all right, all right. I got you. I got you. I got you. No, I don't think you do. <laughs> you told me. Come on. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> oh, uh, gosh. What was that? <laughs> God, you <laughs> the other one. Uh, 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 what the fuck was the other one? The, the, the whole dancing in the mirror thing. Yeah, <laughs> fucking need that. Yeah. yeah, that was fucking horrible. And I'm sorry, <laughs> you downplayed fucking Tyrese's role in this. I, I didn't. I didn't. I forgot about Tyrese and his robot arm. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah. How did it, I forget it, about it, that? It, he should have jerked himself off with his robot. Oh, arm. nothing else happened. Sorry, I'm done. Oh. He was on a Southwest flight. All right, all right. <laughs> all right, but it's it's watchable. Yes, it is. It is watchable. It's not great. It's far from great. But it is watchable because the, the action in the movie is good. The sonar, done superb. The, the CGI, superb. Jared Leto, he needs it's Toby Maguire all over again, basically. That's all I have to say. It's a good movie to watch, but it's not gonna be like, hey, I wanna watch another one. It's not. (laughs) That's my whole take. All right, who's next? (laughs) Mr. Aaron, send over to me. All right, all right. I'm gonna start this with I'm, I literally saw it at a matinee this afternoon, so I'm fresh. Fresh. I'm fresh off the scene, just so everybody here knows what's going on. Um, I'm kind of in the same boat as Leo, as in I didn't hate the movie. I watched the movie. I enjoyed myself to an extent. The CGI was very good. Yes. There were scenes where I went, "Oh, that really wasn't necessary." 
like the cat the cat litter box thing was weird. I will also tell you, I just want to preface this with because I know we've had this conversation about Marvel a couple different times. Um, there was a scene in the movie, like very like not very early on, but somewhat early on, where uh, Michael Morbius first gets his powers and um, he's on the boat. And um, since the movie's rated PG-13, um, he like slashed a guy's throat and there was no blood. So it just looked very fucking awkward. I don't curse a lot, but it just looked very awkward. Like he literally slit dude's throat and there was no blood, but there was a sound of blood, but there was no blood there. It's okay, let's make it blue. So no, it wasn't even blue, there was just no blood. But you heard but you heard the sound of blood spatter, but you, there was no blood. Yeah. So it was like awkward. I was like, I was like, I don't know why this is happening right now. It's kind of weird. Because at that point, just let him eat all the guys on the earth, suck all the blood on the ship and it'd be over. I didn't get it. But I was so I was like, okay. But outside of that, like Leo said, the CGI was well done. The sonar I thought was really cool. Yeah. I enjoyed the shit out of how they did the sonar yeah, with the fun. breathing and the I, I thought it was really cool. The blood kind of annoyed me with the synthetic blood a little bit. It, it kind of got on my nerves because I was like I was like at this like at this point you're almost you're making him look like more of a hero than a than an anti hero. Like you're not making him look like he's he he's he's anything sort of a bad guy until the very end with the post credit scene, which is just bizarre to me. I don't know why they they went that route, but it's Sony, so this is what they do. Um, I, I but outside of that, like I I didn't like I liked the fight scenes. I thought the movie's plot made sense. It was a little drawn out. It got a little boring at times. I was like, okay, but I I'm like I probably wouldn't go back and watch it again. I'm just gonna end with the post credit scenes because this is the part that really irritated the shit out of me. So. First off, like Abel said, they dropped Vulture in a cell, and it was just like, oh, I'm here because of the snap that happened from Doctor Strange. At least that's what it seems like, right? The snap happened, Vulture disappeared into this universe, sky, yeah. he fell out of the blue sky, and he was just dropped into this universe. What universe? We're, we're, we're thinking, I'm personally, from everything in the movie, the Daily Bugle, all that, I'm thinking he's in the Amazing Spider-Man universe. That's where I'm at. Pray. That's Please where pray. that's where I'm at. I'm gonna sit here and go. I, I don't know. So I'll finish with the second post-credit scene, and I'll just say this: I didn't understand how Morbius went from being such a hero-looking character to all of a sudden Vulture just coming up to him and saying, "I'm here because of Spider-Man," and him being like, "Hmm, that's interesting. Let me think about that." All of a sudden, I want to be a bad guy. Makes no sense. Make, makes zero fucking sense for the context of the movie either portray him as a bad guy and make him eat more people and get more blood or make him out to be the anti-hero he's supposed to be. <laughs> One way or the other. Don't don't make it don't make it weird. They made it weird. That's what happened. All of a sudden now it's like, oh, I was a pretty good guy who got rid of the really bad guy, but now all of a sudden I want to be a bad guy and fuck up Spider-Man. Makes no sense. Makes no logical sense. Intriguing. What I will say <laughs> is I, afterwards, I, I went and I thought about it and this is where I'm going to go out on a limb and state what I have to state here. I really think Leo seems to think that it's Tom Holland. I'm going to go out on a limb here and put myself out there. I really think Sony's going to try for the Amazing Spider-Man 3. I really do. I think the newspaper, the Daily Bugle showing up, sets up the Amazing Spider-Man 3. I think it's going to end up being Morbius, Vulture, Aaron Taylor Johnson's Craven, mm -hmm. Harry Osborn from the Amazing Spider-Man 2, Doc Ock, and I thought about it being Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio, but I'm going to flip it on the script and say it's Tom Hardy's Venom. There's your six. Yeah. I think it's that sinister six. Sony's going to force it on us. Andrew's going to fight his alien. Right. He's going to fight his alien. They're, they're going to say Sugma. That, right. And Tom Holland's not involved because he's over at Marvel doing his three pictures. Either that or the other thing I'm going to go out on a limb and say is if it's not that and it's not just Andrew Garfield, because I think it's Andrew Garfield. If it's not, 
I think Andrew Garfield looks at this, that Sinister Six and goes, hmm, I need help. Let me bring in Toby. Let me bring in Tom Holland to help me for this one movie. We'll beat them. And then they'll go back to their universes somehow with the power of Doctor Strange and the, some bitches. <laughs> that's that's the only thing that I can see. That's the only thing that I can see happening. Because outside of that, I'm telling you right now, Sony, I'm telling you right now, Sony, I said this to everybody here on multiple calls. If, if Sony fucks this up, you're not getting my money again. If you fuck it up, I'm done. Make it good or don't do another fucking movie with Spider-Man. Please just give the rights to Marvel to, to the MCU Listen and to the final. Please. I'm begging you, please. You. They've already you're about to save a lot of money. They didn't. They didn't, though, because it could be cool. It could be really freaking cool. Except they won't. It could be, though. Imagine another three Spider-Man movie with that Sinister Six. But they won't do and Tom and But Tom. they won't do three. You know why? Because why? they're just going to bring in Tom Holland because that's their Spider-Man. No, but they've already no, claimed no. that's their no. Spider-Man. You, you, could easily, you could easily bring back... They, you could easily to. bring back Maguire as older Spider-Man. To. You could. But they won't. You could. We need older Spider-Man's help one more time. Why would they bring him back? One movie. They're one not, more. They're not going to. I'm telling you, not, it's possible. They're not, not going to. Not. Tom Holland right now is their moneymaker. Exactly. They they feel no. Like, they that's feel wrong. Like they own Tom him. Holland is Marvel's moneymaker. The Feige's, he's their right. moneymaker. Except maker. Sony owns the rights. Right. But it doesn't make sense to bring him over from another universe. It makes no sense. It doesn't matter what you. Mm. Think. It makes no conceptual sense. Sony right now just sees Tom Holland and sees money. Can I ask you a question though? Dead, yes. dead serious. Like, yes. I'll, I, I'm sorry. I know everybody over no, there is waiting patiently. Dead serious question though. How does it make sense to bring Tom Holland back over to Sony, right? Hypothetically, right, I'm gonna tell you. you left a piece of the Venom symbiote right. at the end at the end of No Way Home. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be another something to do with Venom in this right. Marvel universe. Why are you having to fight Venom twice? I'm what gonna, sense does it make? I'm going to tell you. I'm gonna, no, 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 you're no, saying no. money that doesn't make sense. There was a quote by <laughs> that said that Tom Holland has found the way to web sling between universes. That's all Sony needed to hear. No, I don't care. It, it doesn't matter if you don't, don't care. care. You know why? Because Adrian Toomes didn't care when he got so bad. So wait, so wait a minute. So wait a minute. So wait a minute. It doesn't matter. You're, you're going to tell me, hypothetically, Tom Holland is going to fight Tom Hardy's yes. Venom in another movie. That's correct. And then he's going to come back to Marvel's universe yes. and fight another variant of Venom in Marvel's universe. That is correct. Based on the same. Yeah. That is correct. If that's what happens, uh, let me, uh, they let me have this. Is, this is... That that is correct. <laughs> a microphone for emphasis right now. I'm not kidding. Sony and Marvel, whatever you have planned, you're gonna ruin Tom Holland. You're gonna ruin him. You're gonna ruin him. Uh, you're gonna ruin the kid's career. I'm sorry. I, He's I, been great. I don't, I don't think that's happening. Makes no I don't sense. Think that's happening. I think Andrew Garfield's coming back to the Amazing Spider-Man. Three. I, I, think, I, 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 I agree with you on that. I don't know. I'll right, let everybody else go. All right, we're, we're going to Wendell. So okay. Um, kitty litter doesn't work for me. I'll preface it all and I'll say this. I'll preface it all and I'll say this. I did not go to a theater to watch this. I will not go to the theater to watch this. I watched it on a crappy cam. Um, thank you to the bootlegger. Uh, yeah, I did it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> me and you, brother. Me and you. Okay. Um, my, my picture was dark. And I didn't give a crap. Um, I think it helped me get through the movie. Done. That being said, I'm just going to, you know, whatever the movie is, what it is. Nice. Thank you. Bye. End credit scene. I will tell you why this is Andrew Garfield's universe. 
Vulture can't come from Tom Holland's universe and be in Tom Holland's universe. And um, they don't know that he's supposed to be in jail. <laughs> he had to go somewhere else where he is actually Adrian Toomes, not in jail. <clears throat> okay, so that's it. The Daily Bugle, from what I was able to see in my crappy cam version, uh, looks like the Daily Bugle from Garfield's universe. Mm -hmm. That is where I believe this is all going to happen. Uh, Sony saw the cash cow in giving him another movie because everybody was geeked up to see the three of them together. And, you know, um, McGuire got his three. You know, Andrew was the only person who got two flicks. <clears throat> yep. But listen, I, I, this, hope, I hope you're right. This is the doorway to give him his third. I believe Aaron is right. We're going to get that Sinister Six lineup. Venom will be a part of it. I hope, listen, I be hope so. Okay. Because Venom is in that world. He's right. just in California. Snapback or whatever. The... He's, Wait, time he's out. By the... I, by the way, I didn't see the movie, but did he do the I Am Venom thing? He did. Oh, he did? He okay. Did. All right. So there he you did go. did the We Are Venom. We Are Venom? Okay, uh, great, and then he said, ah, just kidding. No, Chuck okay. There you go. All right. So, <laughs> so that is going to happen. Um, they bring Garfield back. I'll, I'll go to the movies for Garfield. Um, Morbius. Too. On the other hand, um, I'll wait till it's free somewhere and I'll watch it again and right. with decent lighting. <laughs> um, Listen, I'll go, to the, I'll go to the movies for Garfield too. Garfield 100%. was done wrong. He's a great Spider-Man and he deserves his moment. He does. He does. So, um, yeah, that, that, that's how I feel. I just love the, um, I love what, what could come of this. Um, that's what I'm excited to see. Uh, Marvel won't have any hand in it. So you're going to have to deal with Sony's type of stuff there. Um, just, you know, hopefully we can, we, you know, it'll be enough with, you know, bringing Garfield back that it'll, it'll make it decent and palatable. Um, Holland is going to stay in his universe and Holland's going to don the black suit and he's going to be the black Spider-Man probably for Secret Wars. Who knows? Uh, it's, it's weird. It could happen. But uh, as for Morbius, yeah, I'll, I'll watch it when it's free, and but probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Literally not. Literally not. All, right. All right, we're gonna hit, we're gonna hit Charles. Charles, talk to us. What do you think? <laughs> well, I I didn't see the movie. I didn't catch it yet. I will I will eventually see it because um, I am a, a fan of vampires and. You know, obviously, I, I feel like this is a catalyst to the uh, horror stuff that's coming. You know, um, I would love for them to. I know Amy Pascal at Sony and Kevin Feige are, are really close friends, um, which is why the No Way Home even happened. Um, I do feel that they're. I, I mean, as far as the movie, I have to reserve judgment because I haven't seen it yet, but. Um, I will say that a lot of times what I feel um, with some of these movies, um, you know, sometimes you get the best version when they are released on, on, uh, on Blu-ray um, because sometimes they put deleted scenes or they cut out certain scenes that, that should have been in the film um, that may give it a little bit more of a better storytelling perspective. So a lot of times I like to watch certain movies for that you know, certain movies at home for that purpose. Um, it, 
you know, a lot of people who are um, have have seen it. I've I've heard so many, you know, um, and I heard some people say it wasn't that bad. I heard some people say it was it was good. I heard, I heard some people obviously say it was you know they didn't like it. Um, but I will say that there's there's always ways to clean things up. You know, um, I I'm I'm hoping that you know Marvel and Sony play nice. You know, yeah, I, think we all are. <laughs> I really, I really am. I'm hoping that they play nice and that eventually we get to see Mobius and Blade and, and, you know, well, some of these, you know, I would love to see this happen. Uh, so, you know, again, I will definitely, I know you don't, you guys don't want to see here, uh, talk about Mobius again on this podcast. <laughs> it's all good. Just the movie. Like, listen, like the calendar itself, like, yeah, like do it right. Just, just give it to me right. Right, right, right. Let the Vikings so. consult on the film. Don't let them make it. Just consult on it. Exactly. This is this is what we would do differently. I will guarantee you that. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Charles. I'll mm-hmm. guarantee you if two other things were in that post credit scene, nobody would be complaining about it the way it was. If we would have gotten the reveal of which main Spider-Man it was, yeah. and if you would have gotten something more along the lines of why the Vulture and Morbius relationship started. Yeah. If you got those two pieces of the information... That post credit scene's not as bad as it is. Where's the jail cell scene? Where right. it's like, oh, Michael Morbius. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like, there's just there's just it seems like Sony's just missing information. They right. they didn't they give cut us so much. Shit they cut out of stuff the out of the movie. Yeah. And if they would have given it to us, we would have been like, okay, cool, I can get on board. Yeah. Nobody here is gonna tell me we're all fans of, of comic comic books. We saw a pseudo Sinister Six in No Way Home. Yep. Nobody here is gonna tell me that if there was a new Sinister Six with Venom in it, you wouldn't be into it. Right. There's no way. There's no way we'd all be into it. Yep. But it's Sony, so we're all like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also, too, I mean, you got to think about the contractual thing. So I, I believe um, Tom Holland's in renegotiation. Yep. Um, if there, if there are planning some uh, future films with Andrew Garfield, um, that's also another, you know, contract uh, negotiation as well. You know, and obviously, if they do go with Toby, that's another transaction. So I think they just played it safe. They said Spider-Man is around, but not to put their <laughs> yeah. foot in their mouth, but yeah, just in case, just in case they they you know Andrew Garfield don't go through with it or right. Tom Holland don't go through with it. So I guess they just wanted to maybe show that there's a possibility. There's obviously there's a Spider-Man, but not necessarily committing to which Spider-Man it is. Maybe that's the case, you know, for now. They just wanted to play it safe. Right. All right. All right. Last but not least, Big Chase. Talk to us about Morbius. Okay. So let's discuss uh, Snorbius. Um, (laughs) I don't don't know about you guys, but I got um, got a a, a, uh, blade... uh, Slash, um, ah, I can't think of it right now. But I, so, my my problem is this: we've done more than enough vampire movies for you to do something that's really original. Morbius was not edgy; they did not reinvent the wheel. Um, it just at times was lacking. Um, and, and, you know, this goes back to what I said before about a lot of these movies. They have to make family movies. Uh, Morbius adds a story, you know, deserves a much darker feel than what's there. 
But I get it. You know, it's got to be a family movie and all of that. So, okay, fine. Um, his powers, the echolocation I thought was was reasonably cool uh, as an effect in, in all of that. Um, everything else to me was just lacking. Like, you know, the, the fight scenes were okay, but, you know, I've seen all this stuff before. Um, you know, it was very... It was very Blade meets John Wick for me, um, and and not with the actions. Like, just looked like John Wick, but the vampire scenes were very Blade, the first Blade, um, and it just it was not tarnished Blade like that. Yeah, it, it was just. I know I'm not saying it was like Blade. I'm just saying it was very Bladeish. Like like they saw Blade, it was like, oh, let's do that too. Wesley Snipes on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing that. Like, let's, let's do that too. That that was very cool. Um, this the story overall. Uh, it wasn't. Now let me say this. It was not a bad movie. It it wasn't a bad movie. Um, but it could have been so much better. It could have been so much better. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. A lot of little breadcrumbs that they're trying to leave, the end credits and all of that. Um, I, I've come to realize that I never um, bite into too much of these things because you don't know where they're really going with that. They don't leave you enough for you to kind of figure it out. And, you know, and, and what's my rule about origin films? You have to live through it because, you know, just getting the powers, you got to see the powers, you got to figure the powers out. They give him a villain, you know, give him a love interest, and now you know the story. So now we have to wait till part two to see if this thing is, you know, actually going to, you know, uh, 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 sprout any fruit or if it's going to be just, you know, another bridge movie because we need to put him in here so that this other movie can happen. Um, and, and lastly, let's just do the numbers. So uh, No Way Home had three Spider-Mans. We need to do Spider-Man number three, and we need to double the amount of villains so that there's a sinister six. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. And, and you know what? Honestly, what I think is that Sony is trying to write themselves into the story of the MCU. So they're like taking their own angle to these things and hope that at some point it will all meet and whatnot. And that's why a lot of things don't make sense. Um, you know, as Charles was saying, we hope that they play well. I personally hope that Marvel hits them in the head with a shovel and just takes the whole thing from them. Please. Because Please. they don't, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're killing it. Um, they're dragging the feet. They're not edgy. We've been spoiled with with, with films like you know Infinity War and, and Endgame and Black Panther. So where does this fit? Because even you know the worst Spider-Man movies was better than this thing. Yep. So you know they're they're really tanking. Oh. They're tanking. It's terrible. Yep. Um, they just they just got to get this thing right. Like I, I don't know what's wrong with Sony. I, I think they're just playing it too middle of the road. Um, you got to do something that's edgy. Like Sony's known for its technology, so a movie that's based on technology should be like you know one of the best things you ever seen. Yep, I agree. I agree. Go ahead. I, I know we're on a time crunch, but I just want to end off with one more thing. I want to ask you guys all a question because this has been rattling in my mind all day as well. Right, right after I saw the movie. The end of No Way Home, we saw Electro say, 
It's got to be a black Spider-Man out there, right? We saw him say it. Yeah. Now, everybody here would, I think, would kind of agree with me that it would be cool to see Tobey Maguire back again, but based on his age and everything, he might not be willing to do it. Correct or incorrect? What, on Toby? Toby Maguire. Oh, no, he might not. He might not, not be willing he, to he do it He said it, it anymore, has to right? feel right. He said it has to feel right, right? Hypothetically, hear me out. This is a thought that has just been rattling in my mind all day. I think I know what you're the end of this year, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse comes out, which is the Miles Morales second film. Right. right, the cartoon film, the right. animated film. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't what if hypothetically, Tony hits us with a across the Spider Verse, and somewhere along the lines, Miles Morales gets casted into real life and dropped into the Sony verse to go along with Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland. Can't... I will, I will personally go in the film and drag his ass back to the MCU. <laughs> Thank wrong. you. Thank you. My, 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 just you will not. Fuck this up for us. Miles Morales no, has to be coming. No, Miles Morales. I'm, Miles Morales is coming. Miles Morales. Oh, he's is coming. coming. Uh, he's not owned by Sony. He's not owned by Sony. That was my thought. Are you was, sure? I, are you uh, sure he's not? Because they've done two movies now. Dude, or they're no, doing two. I don't know if that's right. No. They don't own the properties for Miles. I don't, I don't, no. I don't, no. Not Miles. Not Miles. No. Only Spider-Man. Peter Parker. Only, only Peter Parker. Yeah. Only Peter Parker. Only Peter Parker. M- MCU owns fucking Spider. Because Miles. because ever since that's that, why they created Miles to to. That's why Marvel created Miles to go against Sony. Yep. That's what I'm that's what I saw before. The thought yeah. that's been rattling in yeah. my mind is is for it, I'm talking about forget forget Sony, forget all that for a second. Ever since we ha- we saw that line in No Way Home, my thought was they're gonna find a way to incorporate yeah. Miles Morales and like basically have him as a replacement for Maguire at some point down the road. No, 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 no. Or I'm not saying he's gonna be another, but I'm saying He'll be a live-action Spider-Man, and they'll have another one to go with Holland and maybe Garfield in a movie. Yeah, no, okay. it's going to be in MCU. It's going to be yeah, in the that's MCU. Fair. But I'm fine he with will... that. I'm, I'm actually great with that. Yeah, no, I, 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 don't, I would not want to see him with Garfield or Maguire. I'd much rather him be a part of the MCU as um, his story needs to be done correctly. Yes. And he needs the backing of Feige to come across properly yes. and anything less than the feige verse <clears throat> ultimate disservice to him true and, Not disservice, and, disrespect and be disrespectful so yeah i want to see him yes electro's right there is one and he belongs to kevin feige yes and and, and electro needs to show up in that film Ooh. yeah that would be cool mm-hmm. That would be sick. That was based be, on based on yeah, Miles Morales' powers with the electric. Yeah, it, would, yeah, yeah. it would be cool. <laughs> it would be sick. Absolutely dope. Couple that's times that's to go through, my favorite uh, line in that movie. The two minute uh, warning. I love Vulture, but not like this. Not this way. <laughs> not this way. Pro <laughs> uh, uh, breezy. I did not see Morbius, but I already told y'all it was going to be bad. Looking forward to Multiverse of Madness. Well, the other thing, too, if they decide, well, if they got uh, Miles Morales, right, if they do Miles, they can do Spider-Gwen as well, because I think Spider-Gwen is under MCU, too. Yeah, they could do Peter Porker. In the MCU, and it'd no, be happy. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that's another animated though. 
on that note, it's, it's, for, uh, it's time for topic change because we gotta we gotta keep it moving, guys. Yeah, yeah. Move. Yeah, we could do we could do this all night. That's the problem. I could do this all day. <laughs> <laughs> I could do this all day. I could do this all day. All right. Last but not least, Moon Knight yeah, episode yeah. two. Oh, oh my gosh. Right. Who even wants to start with this? I'll uh, I'll start with this one. But God damn you, Marvel! I love you. <laughs> right? And how worried were we about the darkness of Moon Knight and all that stuff? We were uh, wait, 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 wait. Right? I know, we'll not, there. We're not going. We're not taking it. I'm still. I am still skeptical. Skeptical. Very skeptical. Whatever the fuck it is. Skeptical. Yeah, that motherfucking one. You, you didn't know the shot. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You want another shot? You want another shot? <laughs> all right. So. The darkness in the movie so far. I understand that what you're doing, Marvel, not showing all the fight scenes. It's starting to piss me off. It's really starting to piss me off. I'm sorry. My man, Spectre beats up four people. You don't get to see it. He beats up a fucking uh, uh, a jackal. Don't get to see it. I get to I get to see him punch the shit out of him. Don't get to see him fucking hit the last blow. Then he takes out the two moons out of his chest, and he's smack, smack, smack. <laughs> Give him the business. <laughs> Don't get to see it. He's starting to piss me off. <laughs> Let me see the blood in the hands. Give me something. Give me just a little taste. Just a little bit. Wait, I don't want to. I don't want to counter you, but. We saw the jackal get impaled on the on the on the on the. I, I saw that. Yes. You know what I mean? No, but I want. That's, that's pretty violent. No, no. I mean, I want to see Moon Knight do the business. Good is violent. Good is violent. The motherfucking violence. I want the. I want vengeance. I, I want that. Good is violence. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I am. Moon Knight is one of my favorite characters. Next to Wolverine, next to Deadpool, and next to Black Panther. But this man is dark. Mark Spector is dark. He's doing this for a reason. I want to see the blood. Give me <laughs> the blood. I don't want to see cutscenes. I don't want to see invisible jackals. I don't want to see it anymore. Now we got Mark Spector in control of the body. The first two episodes, perfect. To introduce him, Perfect. You got one more shot after number three and number four. If I don't see not one drop of blood, me and you won't be pissed off. Giving you a fucking warning right so now. <laughs> so do you want like Morbius level blood, or do you want like I want Kool Aid? Real blood. There was there was missing blood in Morbius. <laughs> okay, I want, we heard blood. Okay, I want <laughs> blood. I want to see the violence. There will be blood. This should be blood. I'm sorry. Because if you're doing this this way, if you fuck up Blade, I'm going to... I am worried. I'm worried. I'm going to rip you a new one. Because you can't hide that. Because part of the coolness of Wesley Snipes' Blade was the violence. Yes. And Honestly. The, and the motherfucking cursing. For sure. All right. I'm going to leave it at that. Everybody else, leave it at that. I don't want to get too fucking violent. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'll go. Um, 
So I, I took a couple notes while watching the episode. Um, so the uh, loss prevention person in me wants those screens that they have at the museum because that looked really cool. The security guard keeps calling him Scotty, and I'm kind of curious on, like, that's the third time we've heard him called Scotty. And listen, I, it might be a mistake, it might not, but I feel like Marvel doesn't do all those things just to do it. You're being so, a dick. Right. I mean, I guess, I guess um, the, the look that Mark gives the uh, security footage, yo, Oscar Isaacs is a G. Oh, yo, that yeah. man is an actor and a half. Like, the fact that you can go into this show and be two different people, and honestly, we don't even know if he's going to be three or four different people. But the problem but, is, he should have done Apocalypse better. Oh, All right. Well, I mean, that, that, that has not his fault. Do, not his fault. That has nothing to do with Moon Knight. Hey. It was not his fault. It's a very Morbius situation. Anyway, I'm just going to continue here. Um, the gold guy wasn't actually a statue. I actually thought he was a statue the whole time. I'm just going to sit here and I really thought he was a statue the whole time. He's like his informant. I don't know. Maybe, like I, maybe I was maybe I was drunk both times watching this. Thing. I don't know. But like I didn't realize that that guy wasn't a statue. I thought that was the whole thing. He, he's a, he, from what from what I can get, again, I'm not the biggest Moon Knight guy, but he's an informant for one of the personalities. Right. There's something going on there. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but the Mark Steven dynamic in this episode was just amazing. Him. Him just talking in the mirror and then like like going to the storage unit and, and seeing everything yeah. in there and just like finally like him name dropping Conchu and like you know him going through all that was was just awesome. Conchu in the storage unit was just creepy as hell. Like yeah. that was just that was just really freaking cool. Um, one question I had was like how long has Mark really been with Conchu and like how long Ooh. has Stephen not known about this and like. Is is Steven something that Mark made up, or is 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 uh, Mark something that Steven made up? Like mm-hmm. we don't, we, we really don't know which one it is, right? It, it could be either way, but Conchu seems to resonate more with Mark, so I'm interested to see that. Um, Ethan Hawke is just creepy as hell. I I am here for every time Ethan Hawke and Oscar Oscar Isaacs are together. Their their like banter uh, back and forth is just amazing. Like him, just like oh, did did he just say? Uh, what, what uh, I exact dust, whatever the hell, whatever the hell he said. Yeah. It's like, can I talk to Mark? Hey, Mark, by the way, uh, this isn't your last mission. Like that, that whole, that whole uh, banter back and forth was awesome. Mr. Knight. Like, uh, so this is like a big contention right now with uh, a lot of the comic book people versus like the people that are watching the show, which I, I actually want to hear from you guys because you guys are more on the comic book side because a lot of people don't like this Mr. Knight thing but I actually really like how goofy it was and here's why because he threw that punch and threw that thing like you know whatever it was and like it's almost like like I don't know how he was in the comics but like they're gonna build up to him like you know maybe they do some combat training with him at some point down the line or maybe you know he learns how to fight whatever it is but like they're eventually going to let this man fight. I mean, he pulled out the batons. He was really funny about it. Yes, it was goofy. It, it was very odd. There were some points of it, but, like, I didn't think it was that bad. I don't know how you guys felt about it, but I was okay with it. Like, his potential strength and everything, Um, you know, he took a good beating, and then then he take, he, then, then he lets Mark take over and just put on the suit, and that whole run scene was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, By the way, if you look back at that run scene, uh, there's a point where he looks at his reflection, and actually, Mr. Knight is running with him. I don't know if anyone saw that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, look back. Mr. Knight, Mr. Knight is actually running. I like, with him. Oh, like, I rewinded. It I didn't see yeah, it was super cool. And like him impaling him on the thing was just was just freaking awesome. And then the convert, the conversation between um, Ethan Hawke's character and Oscar Isaac's, while Conchu is just in the background, just saying shit. I love that. Mm. But then, like when when he impales the animal after, and then. 
it's just uh it's just Mark and Conchu and Conchu just like threatening him like yo you should have figured this out what's going on by the way if you f this up I'm gonna get Layla like and Layla throughout the whole episode like you know what like Badass. yeah but like like it's his wife like how how the hell does Mark have a wife and Steven has like no freaking idea like <laughs> holy crap and then like and then and then at the end he's like where are we going he's like where the hell you think we're going and then you just show up in Egypt and just see a bunch of pyramids my man fucking got a bottle in his hand and like bloody fist and Steven's in the mirror just all cuddled up like what the hell is even going on with my life um by the way uh the song at the uh at uh, the end of the credits that song slapped uh that egyptian song <laughs> really like that um and then also another thing to uh, think about um so according to mark's passport he was not snapped he actually got his passport when it like in between like the snap so that means he wasn't actually snapped out of existence. Oh, I didn't catch that yeah I, I caught that I never yeah that. i didn't catch that yep so that was that was a good one um huh. but other than that um i think the show's great so far really looking to see what happens in the next couple episodes so we're in for so many more surprises oh so, yeah because they only teased us from like the first two episodes basically at this point yep they haven't shown us anything man we got four more episodes left yep um all right we're gonna hit aaron yeah you jump over to me okay i mean i'll make it quick so that these guys can go um basically i love the look of conchu i love the bird whatever you want to call it. I don't want to call the it a CGI bird, was so much better. The, this yeah, right. I, yeah, I so love the, the, the mask. I think it's really cool. I love how ominous and tall and present, you know, the figure is itself. Um, I love the conversations back and forth with Mark. Um, the dynamic is great. Um, to Leo's point, I, I do, I think, I think I said this turn up before it even started. I, the, the violence, like to me, might be a little bit of a drawback but so far i think we've gotten enough to really keep it at least interesting and not bother me that much i get it bothers you totally understand but i also i am not i'm not reminiscent of like the comics and stuff like that so i don't i'm not traditionally known to like i don't know how violent the character is outside of that i still have to read the comic and kind of figure that out um the other thing i will say that really caught my eye is um the this the whole part where he turned to mr knight and then um he was like right after that he he like he he basically like looked in i think it was the bus and he basically gave over control to mark at that point and then from that point him like smashing the mirror with no his foot moment. basically saying like yo that was yo like 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 Stephen's not coming back like knock it off like mark's here now we're here to we're and here he to said stay. something changed so like what right that's what i mean like i just i thought the whole thing was cool the dynamic with the wife like you said i thought was cool the other thing that i picked up on honestly and i think a couple of these other guys might have as well um that last scene where you saw him go to egypt i think from what i understand that might be the jake lockley person that might be a third that might be another form of him like coming out at the end because like now we're seeing like we we haven't i mean i know we haven't seen really much of Mark Spector outside of the fighting and actually turning to Moon Knight and stuff like that. Right. But from what I understand, like the bottle at the end and the, and the, and the drinking and him being present in Egypt might signify the Jake Lockley personality more than the Mark Spector personality. So like, it's going to be interesting to see how far the original, I'm sorry, is it, is it Steven? Steven's the original name? We don't, we don't know. The, well, Spector. Steven, Mark Spector's technically the, no, the, who was like the first person who he thought he was in the beginning. Steven. 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 Steven Grant. So, like, it's going to be interesting to see how far we see the Steven personality get pushed out as episodes go on. Like, is he even going to be a present anymore? Right. Or was he just like a facade the entire time for every, every other personality? Mm-hmm. 
think it's going to be very interesting to see. I'm, I'm excited. I like it. I like it. All right. Big Chase. So, um, first of all, I'm, I'm like Leo. Moon Knight has been one of my favorite characters since the, the comic first dropped. Um, have you guys seen the movie uh, Split? With the oh the, yeah, the split, yeah, yeah. This is what Moon Knight is supposed to be for me. Mm, the way yeah. he plays those characters and whatnot. Um, that that's what it's supposed to be. Um, that that's who Mark Spector is and and all those other millions of personalities. Um, at at this point, it's still you know just a couple of episodes in. They're teasing you with you know, giving you everything, uh, which which I kind of expect. Um, but you know historically, you know by the time you get to three or four or five, it'll it'll you know it'll get rolling, and whatnot. Um, I love the costumes. Very, very good job on that. Um, you know, the effects and stuff look look decent. Uh, I'm, I'm like Leo. I need gratuitous violence. So, so <laughs> yeah, gratuitous violence, man. Like, listen, that's that's what it's all about. You know, you know, Moon Knight's a warrior. Warriors do violent things. We need we need that in our life. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> we need that. Um, other than that, I mean, I, I listen. I, I enjoy I enjoy it. I'm glad that they put this thing out. Like. People don't know, like we've been waiting for this thing twenty plus years yes. to see on the screen, and um, you know Facts. I'm here for every minute of it, every minute. Facts. I think they dropped out. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, we're still here. Uh, we're still here. Where's the man cave? <laughs> That's why it's man there you cave. go. There we go. There we go. Oh, yeah. We just switched person that. Oh, they're gone again. <laughs> so you know, uh, so then, so you know, uh, again, you know, the 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 thing with Moon Knight is, uh, you know, it's it's a dark story, and you know, mm -hmm. a, a lot of these when you start getting into the persona of who these guys are, um, personality wise, and the things that they've been through, you realize that it's it's almost impossible for these guys to be happy <laughs> because this is a big dark tragic cloud over their lives. And they've turned that energy into being a superhero. And um, so, you know, is it any wonder that, you know, some of them are so violent, um, you know, but they've channeled this energy into something to try to do something positive, which is great and whatnot. Um, but, you know, we, we need that gratuitous violence. Just bring it on, please. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy the show. I enjoy I enjoy what they're doing. Yes, I do need that violence. I do need to see something splatter somewhere. I need to see him do what he needs to do. Um, hashtag not my Mr. Knight. <laughs> um, I, I was waiting for that suit to come out and, and it did and it made me, I was like, what? <laughs> I get it. You know, he's thinking suit, thinking suit, thinking suit and Steven's in control and, and that's what he manifested. Uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, but not my Mister Knight. Um, <laughs> I do love. Uh, I do love how um, Mark's wife then turns around, and um, you know, as she's talking to him, she keeps talking to him as Mark. He's talking to him as Mark is like he's not getting it, and then like she realized like Stephen, and then all of a sudden his demeanor changed, and he's like, "Oh, somebody needs me," or "Or now you believe in me," yeah. and, and that's made him be able to get the suit in the first place. Um, right. I'm glad he was. I'm glad he gave it up and knew that he was out of his depth. Um, because he just, <laughs> he just was. He was playing. 
I'll say it again. Mr. Knight. No, that was a good punch, though. <laughs> it was a nice punch, but still not my Mr. Knight. Um, I get it. I enjoyed the chase scene. Mark is a badass. I want to see more of him. Um, I got a bloody fist in the first episode. I want to see that fist go through someone's chest. We deserve it. I want to see some bloody crescent moons. Like, we deserve that. Um, but, I mean, you know what? Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you know, was, was all right. And then it was like, oh, when my man killed him with the shield. Yeah. Everybody was oh, like, yeah. That was, some, that was some serious ish. So I'm hoping that we get that moment at some point in time. But, um, you know, I, I'm all in. I'm still all in. I'm going to watch the show regardless. Uh, I'll probably be pissed off if I don't get that gratuitous violence, but I, I'm still watching the show. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, Charles. Peace. Peace. Uh, well, yeah, so, yeah, so Moon Knight, um, second episode. Uh, I have to say, man, I was really um, impressed with what they was able to pull out of this. Um, one of the things I won't, I don't I won't repeat what you guys you guys all touched on some great points. I will uh, kind of touch upon the philo philosophical conversation between the Ethan Hawke character and Grant about how they would use Amit to judge, you know, if a person, you know, judge a person before they commit a sin, which is pretty interesting um, what they what they were doing and how they were using um, Amit, who was the, uh, the ultimate judge uh, for humanity. Um, sort of like uh before you even sin they would already know um and based upon you know that particular sin if you should live or die you know so it was pretty interesting about the philosophy and he was asking it was like well what about kids like you know like you know asking it like well would you kill a kid you know we don't know if that kid in 30 years is going to commit that <laughs> ultimate sin <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you know so i thought that was pretty interesting about the whole you know philosophy and that whole world like the way that they kind of created where you know like they they're supposed to learn three languages and you know the, but that the actually food. existed in egypt all yeah. these gods, all these gods all actually existed existed in egypt that's what i'm that's why I'm very spectacle how they take it. Yeah. They're playing the gods great. Yes. I thought that was really, really interesting. You know, just that that whole story and con that, that whole concept, that, the conversation between them two. Um, and Stephen Grant, he's just, you know, like you, like you guys are saying, I think that you know, um, obviously, eventually, I think eventually his world will change. I think it's only a matter of time before, because this world has been unraveled. You know, even the scene where he's talking to HR, you know, and he's asking him, like, you know, I hate this HR thing to say, but, you know, and then, <laughs> yeah, it was like, it was so funny, you know, the guy, the, the, I mean, even from the footage when he was like, okay, yeah, right there. Yeah, right there. And he's watching the footage with the security guy and the guy calls him a donut. He's like, you're such a donut. You know, he called him a donut. Um, it was and, for the show, like attacking mental health too. Like, yeah, that's, that's a good look. Mm -hmm. It was just it was just interesting because at that point when he says, Okay, was there anything on your person 
um, that you have, you know, that's connected to the museum. And he was like, no, he said, and he points to his name tag. So it's like at that point, you know, Stephen Grant is life has changed from that point forward. You know, he puts that take off his uh, nameplate. He puts it on that desk and his his life has just totally changed from that point. Um, so I found those little moments interesting in the in the show. Um, even with, um, like you said about the personalities, I think that eventually what's going to happen is that Jake Lockley personality, um, is going to be the, uh, in the third episode, you know, because there's a little things like the, uh, what do you call the postcards and him having the date with that girl, like for Mark, Mark was married. Why would he, why would he make a date with? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if he really loves Layla, you know what I mean? So, right. who really made that date? If Steven didn't make that date, Mark didn't make that date, and maybe it was Jake. And you know what Jake, I mean? Who is Jake Lockley? I really, I really haven't like read a lot of the comics. So, like, what is his persona? He's um, in the comics. He was like a cab driver. Yep. Oh. You know? okay. So he was kind of like that person that would be just close to the ground as far as knowing things, you know. Mm-hmm. So he would use that persona to just kind of get information, you know. But um, yeah, so I think that Jake has, you know, kind of behind the scenes being the puppeteer, you know, um, because a lot of stuff that, you know, making a date and all that stuff, I just don't see Mark doing that. His Mark persona. Right. Um, and the and the whole fish thing. Why would Mark take the fish back to the? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like that's not what yeah. Mark would do. Mark is a stone no. cold, you know, badassery, right? So yeah, no, I, I think I think that was involved with something else, though. I think that whole fish thing. Something happened in that place, and that something happened to that fish. I think that's all. Just a <laughs> yeah. I think it's all just a yeah, I was saying, like, He was like, so, oh, I'm like. So I, I mean, it could be Mark covering up his tracks, but then again, it's like it's it's just those little nuances that kind of gets you thinking. So I think that eventually, um, the Stephen Grant will eventually start to morph into something a little bit more. Um, the Mister Knight, oh my gosh! Like when I finally saw him, I was like, oh shoot, you know, like I was like, wow. And they made him kind of, you know, kind of goofy. But I think that's just for us to know that, though that. You know, I think we're going to eventually get that character's growth yeah, from this point. I agree. I think eventually we're going to see that sophisticated because, um, I mean, in the comics he was like a counselor and he was like very sophisticated and he wasn't so badassery like the Moon Knight that we know but Don't he definitely can hold his own. But he can definitely hold his own. He was like um, he was like a, uh, almost like a detective, basically. Yep. Um, Mr. Knight. So, um, but yeah, I thought that, and oh, the Layla character, I think that was interesting because she did mention something too when they were on the, I think when they were on the motorcycle and she said, and he's like, oh, I'm Stephen Grant. He was like, oh, she's like, oh, is that your- Is that one of your personas? Is that one of your personas? So yeah, he yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. used other ones. So yeah. just those, like I said, just those little moments was interesting with this episode. So I'm looking forward to episode three. I can't wait. Wednesday can't come fast enough. Mm-hmm. It's good Great. stuff. All right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that would do our show. We went a little bit over because we felt passionate. We got heated. We're <laughs> <laughs> literally yelling at each other. Yelling at each other. A lot of passion. So, 
Okay, one, one more thing before we go. You know what I'm saying? I, I cannot close the show without giving a special shout out to Katanji Brown, first black woman ever nominated to the Supreme Court. Ayo. Like history in the making. I just want to give her a, a shout out for all her effort because getting to the Supreme Court definitely didn't start with that nomination. That's a long road. And, um, you know, I, I hope she's able to do everything that she wants. Nice. Yeah, no, with you on that. All yes. right, brothers. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining Man Cave Podcast Episode 4. Yep, don't like, comment, subscribe. Find us on YouTube and Facebook at Man Cave 101 Podcast. Support your local comedy yes. shop. Uh, yes. Also, Man Cave Podca- 101 Podcast on Facebook. Please join. Please follow, please like, please subscribe. And we out this bitch. Thank you. Thank you. Doses.